Today on Mob Rules. We talk about a book review from Gav Thorpe. Uh, we leave an appropriately timed length of space for Ted to delete this audio and insert his own and so he can be part of the intro. And not much else. All that and nothing else. Yeah. Today on Mob, Mob Rules. What up? Um, episode something. Um, I'm not terrible at following along like, in those now. It's been I like know. I think it's all. Is it exo, exo, uh, episode uh, 69? So, oh, I would love it if it oh, was. Oh man, I'm gonna check oh, that man, real fast. We should check that real quick. <laughs> um, I am John, joined as always by well, Dave. Well, Dave, right now uh, we're gonna get Ted on using the wonders of modern technology. Um, and and yeah, and today we're gonna be talking Warhammer. Warhammer 40k, like we always do. <laughs> like we always do. Please hold while I stall so I can uh, make a call. Uh, I have tweeted entirely too much. It's way too hard to find this now. Yeah, there you have. Oh, man. Here we go. Here's some oh. classy. Hello. Coming in. I hear it. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. I, I got to turn you up. Hey. Uh, can you, can oh, you hear okay. Us? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Good times. Yeah, oh. it's, it, it's like you guys are broadcasting from a urinal. <laughs> jokes, jokes on you. We are broadcasting. Oh, it's, damn it. oh it's only 64. Oh, we thought it was episode 69 and we got all excited. For what? A there was yeah. a urinal for 69 right. and 64? It was 65. We are in episode 64. We're in 60, yeah. Yeah. I saw, well, we were excited because we thought it was 69 because I have no uh, perception of time. Uh, <laughs> but sadly, sadly Hopeful. No. Uh. Well, welcome, Ted. Machine Spirit Ted. Oh, sweet. Are we on right now? Yeah. yeah. We used oh. uh, 56K to get you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And, and, and we're using that sweet FaceTime audio, so you sound oh. like, swell and stuff. So, so I sound like I'm from a urinal as well? <laughs> yeah, but you always sound like that, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's your charm. Man, this you, is kind of an upgrade, because I thought I'd normally sound like I come from a shitter, but whatever. You and your potty mouth. You I know. Mouth. So I will say, like, when you sent the message earlier, saying, like, oh, I can, I can phone in for it, um, I did read that message on my, oh. my Apple Watch device. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which cut off half the message, and I didn't bother finishing reading it. Oh, so, man. Oh, that's so, so that's when I'm like, where are you? Where's Ted? Where's <laughs> You're yeah. late, sauce. Uh, <laughs> but you're here now, and that's all that matters. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I put like a stuffed animal across the table, so uh, you know it felt like there was someone there. And I got to splash yeah. it with paint, so it looks like uh, you. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Did yeah. you tear a little hole in its butt? <laughs> <laughs> Just like the real Ted. Hey, yeah, hey, it's, Dave, it's pass Ted over here. <laughs> I need to do something. <laughs> it's, a Teddy, it's a Teddy Ruxpin, so he's uh, already got oh, the okay. butthole, so it's fine. <laughs> they brought. Have you seen that they brought those back? But the data port buttholes. Uh, yeah, well, Teddy were, Ruxpin, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, Teddy, Teddy, Ruxpin. Ruxpin, Teddy Ruxpin, the kick-ass robot toy. Yeah, I did oh. see they brought back combat cards, and uh, oh. you two gentlemen are. What does that have to do me. with Teddy Ruxpin? Because they brought shit back that shouldn't have been brought back. Oh, <laughs> like, like Neopets. Yeah, yeah, a set of uh, top trump cards. I know in my parents' attic back over there in the homeland, like I have like. 
twenty. The homeland. Back in the homeland. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving up all of my secrets. Uh, I'm secretly Russian. Oh, yeah, not so we secret. have Teddy Ruxpin, but with data <laughs> cards. What's <laughs> not or combat cards? The Russians didn't have Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they had Comrade Rasputin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Comrade Theodore. They moderately not kick ass, uh, yeah. almost robot bear. They had Teddy Ruxpin. They just distributed him uh, uh. to everyone, so everyone had a little bit of. Teddy so they Ruxpin. had a Teddy yeah. Ruxpin. Yeah, that was distributed <laughs> to everyone. And you so had like micro machines, but they were micro Yugo. <laughs> <laughs> micro donkeys. So they Ugh, exploded. The, the tires keep breaking on these toys. They don't roll. <laughs> what is wrong? Boom. Sorry. All right, uh, oh man, Ted, what, what have you been up to? Yeah. Oh wow. Period. Um, well, I fought. A, I got a game in a while ago with a I with a new it. cat. Oh my god! Like I, I can't. That's yeah. Amazing. <laughs> How did he I, do? Surprisingly, I won against the cat. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I get my victories in. <laughs> it's either, like, nine-year-olds or felines. <laughs> I just have an image of, like, you taking this game, like, ultra-seriously, like, moving your models, and then a cat on the other side of the table just really slowly pushing models off the, edge of the table <laughs> while also licking his butthole. Yeah. All right, you can do that as long as they're your models, there, Tiger. <laughs> that's how. We, that's how. You... Poor Ted's Imperial Knights just like slowly edging towards. Hey, 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 Mr. Fluffy, stop it! Hmm? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you play against, uh, against a new guy, right? Or is it? Uh, uh, yeah, who'd you play against? Yeah, Tyler. Um, oh. Yeah, he's a, he's a relatively new guy. Uh, super nice dude. He was at our uh, uh, hobby night uh, a few weeks ago, oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays Tau. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just, it, oh man, I feel sorry for him, but he was a super great sport and he fed me. So <laughs> thank you, Tyler. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, that game against Tao like a year ago would have been fucking miserable for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think like some of the, like the part of the way the mission worked, cause we did the open deck, um, and it ended up like, uh, um, how, what is it? It's basically like the relic. Um, but then the deployment was really weird. Like, um, you know, I won the roll off to the, uh, pick the deployment zone and the deployment zone was like a, uh, was it like a 24 inch circle in the middle. And then there was like a nine inch no man zone around it. And then I think like a part of not the twist or something, I don't know. There's some factor that like makes it makes i think it was a twist but like it's a night fight or something yeah. so there's like and you roll each yeah. turn and like you can add six oh, inches to yeah. the range if you yeah, roll right like five cards you flip out for it i played that one uh against nate where, where you roll oh. every turn and like because yeah. my marine army is like all guns all the time mm-hmm. it was like oh wow sweet yeah more night fighting Oh. <laughs> yeah nice. but it, it works out for the guy in the middle you know especially when like you know i got the relic i'm space marines used you know a bunch of short range uh dudes i had like my aggressors there and like i brought oh. the uh uh god what the hell the repulsor like so there's tons of guns and none of them have like super long range and he only has like a tw- like a 12 inch or 18 inch like range on his gun so it's like all right bring it in <laughs> It's just like it was a super soaker of Tau blood everywhere. Nice, <laughs> oh man! So you, you basically yeah. brought uh, a mobile gun platform to a stickball fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the movie Dead Alive? Um, I think it, I have it, actually. It, I think it's like one of Steve Jackson or uh, his or Peter Jackson's first movies. Oh, he was like. Dead, right? 
Uh, it, it's uh, you're thinking of bad taste, right? No, but I think I'm it's, it's brain dead when he takes the lawnmore to the zombie spaces. Oh yeah, that's that's dead alive. Oh, um, maybe it might have a different name. It was called that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where he takes a lawnmower and like stra- like throws a ro- you know like ties it up to his chest like with a rope and then like runs back and forth and like he's like slipping on the blood on the floor <laughs> and like yeah, it was like that, oh. but with bolters. <laughs> so. No. So I think it was like in a lot of ways it was the mission, you know, kind of lent itself really nicely. And, um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a game. It was a game. <laughs> so I gamed. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then I then I immediately went home and was like, oh, I should make some more aggressors. <laughs> you know, what? Dude, I really want aggressors. The now. Oh, aggressors are so good. The the whole <sighs> standing still shoot twice thing. Yes. Um, I, with you factor that into some of the new stratagems that are going on. Oh, okay. Um, I ooh, aggressors plus the orbital. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, oh, it's not orbital bombardment, but it's the two CP. Um, I get to shoot you because you landed close to me. Deep strike. Uh, oh, strategy. Osprey scan. Ah, Osprey oh. scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh. So uh, you know, when you have five aggressors uh, who didn't move, who yeah. suddenly get to shoot um, twice at uh, uh-huh. six per model. So that's thirty. Uh, it's, uh, it was it was sixty shots. It was, oh, it was 60 shots. Tons of guns. It was so much fun to watch. <laughs> happened to somebody who wasn't me. So. <laughs> That's an interesting game over there. Mm. I'm coming Feeling... in with my deep strikers. They're dead. Okay. Yeah, so uh, somebody was going to go home and not get laid that night. <laughs> so this terrible thing happened to me. Honey, let me make it better. No, I can't get it up. <laughs> he disrespected his honor. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sorry, bro. Really, really expensive captain with a jump pack you had there. Shouldn't have landed in first, I guess. Oh. Yeah, the squad, all like, what's it they say in the third X-Men movie? is like, the pawns go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think like the stratagems are like the new uh, formations? Um, but differentish. Uh, I mean, where it's like always like the new hotness coming out, like the new stratagem. Hey, I can use this crazy thing. Well, because well, stratagems are are you know localized to your race as you you know yeah. faction that you're playing. Like the the new Dark Angel stratagems are specifically Dark Angels. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, like so, formations. Well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So I mean, I see where you're going. Um, yeah. Because the, the, with the stratagems, you're kind of building to them to That's use true. them mm-hmm. the best. You're looking at like one or two or three and then building your army list around that. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Like my list is built around like one or two like specific stratagems. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I guess like when, I, when you started talking, I was like, no, no. And now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah because if, depending on how yeah. you build your army, the more command points you have, the more strategy, you know, you know what stratagems you're going to be using. It's not just the mm-hmm. basic three from the book. Yeah, because there's a ton of them now. Oh yeah, seems there's like. so many, and there's a lot of bullshit ones. Looking at you, Death Guard. Uh, <laughs> you're looking oh. at me. What? No, I, well, I'm what? not literally looking at Why anyone. You? But you, why'd you yeah. call me Death Guard? Because you're the only one in the room, and it's rude to yeah. talk and you know it, make it, eye contact. It's it's a racial <laughs> slur, Dave. You'll understand. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, when you go back to Mother Russia, they use that all the time. <laughs> See, there's some hardcore ones, and yeah, like I said, I I wanted I want to use Auspex Scan because Auspex Scan is a great strategy, but I don't see the point using it without kind of like aggressors or something really hardcore in the back. Something you brutal. Want to 
Well, because you, mm-hmm. you know, so what is Imperial Soup right now? The the new hotness of Imperial Soup is using the uh, the command squads to deep strike in for, with Imperial Guard covered in what? plasma guns and stuff. Yeah, for what? a lot of armies in the Imperial Soup. Well, um, yeah, because uh, Scions. Yeah, Scions strike with <laughs> I like three plasma guns as squads. Scions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right, Scions, not. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Cylons, and all of a sudden it was like <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Well, it's super you can play Cylons? Every, every, every uh, round, you can pick one of your opponent's models that makes the least sense to be a Cylon, and then it just joins your army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it helps eliminate the enemy. No, that I'm bitter about that last couple of seasons of Battlestar Galactica. Wow. It sounded yeah. all bitter. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, that must have been the... New Earth. <laughs> I just remember the old like Star Wars knockoff. <laughs> so what else you got, Ted? You you played a game? You doing some painting? Yeah, yeah. Um, doing a little bit. I haven't done a whole lot of uh, modeling or hobbying or anything. Like actually, I was really excited. I was like, man, before the uh, before you guys call me, I'm going to run down to Fred Meyer and buy myself a copy of uh, uh, Space Hulk Deathwing, and I'm going to play that while I talk to you guys. And I'm like. What up, Fred Meyer? And they're like, Wait, what, what game are you talking about? You're crazy. What? Is that Oh, it's on PS4 game? now, right? Oh. Yeah, it's supposed to have dropped uh, uh, December 4th. And they're like, I'm like showing him online, like, December 4th, honky. And he's like, um, I know not this weird game you talk of, nerd. And <laughs> like, oh, so they call up like GameStop. And they're like, yeah, try March. I'm like, what? What? Did it get delayed again? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm currently neck deep in uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, phenomenal! I love those Telltale games. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wait, wait, is it one of the? That's one of the downloadables, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was huh. like twenty bucks. It's amazing. Humor is very good in it. That's. I mean, the game's good, but I mean, like the whole Borderlands, like they're good, but you know, it's it. Yeah, it's the story. It's the dialogue. Like listening to the NPCs talking about how they're gonna like pop somebody's eyeball out and skull fuck them. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's well, classic. That's cl- <laughs> classic and classy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm too busy playing Free Cell. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. It's pretty solid. What's that? I've what is it? Downloaded it to my phone. You know, it's oh. a card game. It's a, oh, okay. It's it's a it, what was it? Um, Windows 6, Windows 5, Windows 6 that they released it with it. It was something Three, like included. Point, yeah. one, one. I know oh, that was solitary for that one. Anyway, do you <laughs> use your John Blanche Citadel playing card deck so we can relate this back to Warhammer? Yes. Whoa. Look at that turnaround there. You can, uh, <laughs> so you, on the, the mobile app that I downloaded because I'm an idiot, uh, you can actually set your theme, and my background is actually um, a picture of Blood Bowl. So that's close. It's close as I can get. Sorry. <laughs> wow! It's the, it's the troll cheerleaders from the video game. Nice. Really? No. So you? Oh, <laughs> well, he showed me his phone right now. It is. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, really? That's yeah, hot, dude. Your pants, Ted. I know. Yeah. Beside a furry. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah. Really? Is it like now? Which which kind of, which kind of troll is it? You're talking like the river trolls? Because I think those would be kind of hot. Like if it's stone trolls, probably not so much. It just looked like my grandma. What's wrong with stone trolls, Ted? They're not wet. I, like I said, they look like my grandma. <laughs> your your grandma's a lot hotter than mine. Yeah, she is. Because she's alive. <laughs> um, Man, that bag of ashes. Woo! Wow, side tell you. It's a so uh, you played a game against Tyler. Uh, you would yeah, play a little shit yeah. out of him, and he seemed, mm-hmm. uh, from what seemed I read, he seemed it, really happy about yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah. "Wow!" Did like, you give him his commemorative "Ted beat me really hard" uh, bumper sticker? 
Uh, <laughs> you know, because he would have been the first one to do that or get one, so I, <laughs> I hadn't made those up yet. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you were running out of space in the back of your car with your commemorative Tata beat me really hard ones. So, see, I thought he was going to go like full metal and be like, <laughs> "Ted beat me really hard on the back of his own car because he played himself." <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only way Ted has won a game. Oh, yeah, just the... Ted's beat me before. Were you using or the or with the values? cat, but you know whatever. <laughs> I think so. For probably not. <laughs> did it come, did you know it come, that? come out that Ted was actually using? Uh, no, didn't you beat Ted in the the Taylor Gamers game? Uh, well, I think we're tied. Wasn't right, a Ted? mutual loss actually. Uh, yeah, well, you, the Taylor Gamers. Yeah, you beat me. I in think the no. Gamers. I think you. Are you sure? I think I beat well, you with your tournament tower versus my tournament space marines. Uh, like hashtag what? Uh, remember a while ago we played against Taylor Gamers? No, that no. was a long time ago. You beat me, Taylor Gamers. Uh, did I? With the that was the one where we did the um. Don't blow oh, up God. the plasma obliterator, and you blew yeah. up the plasma obliterator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. So I, I think like you would have beat me if it was just like a slugfest, but yeah, the thing blew up. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, was didn't Ted playing to the mission? <laughs> didn't. I was going to say, didn't was, Kuma yeah. the, the Dreadnought charge in and punch the obliterator blowing it up or something? It was a slight breeze, the obliterator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what about, uh, it, what about it could have been. Those were, ago, those were ages ago. Oh, yeah. What's up? What, what's up? What? Huh? No, dead air. Awesome what? stuff. What? Joe, what about you, John? What yeah. are you been up to? Oh, man, so much. Yeah, like, what have you been uh, up to? Literally. Um, yeah. I built in three color minimum two Toroxes. Um, I... Yeah, you're saying you really like that kit. Three of them, though, or two of them? Two. What'd two you say? Them. Two, two of them, three color? Okay. Um, there, there was two different numbers there. <laughs> 23 Toroxes. So, so I built yeah. two Toroxes. All of a sudden, it's a Da Vinci code. <laughs> Seven, 17, 13, two. Like, what does it mean? <laughs> well, if you can decode it, then you can find out what my army composition is. It's only fair. <laughs> or, like, if you show up to a game with a list, and, like, I can't read this. It's like, well, you don't read ancient Latin. I provided you with my list. That it's seems like here. your problem. Our game is. Um, wow. I know this is America. Learn ancient Latin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I finished. Go ahead. I, I finished my display board. It uh, looks uh, really good. I oh, cool! Super happy with how it turned out. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little mm. jealous. It, it only took me three months of having to sit in a corner like a third time <laughs> before I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I might as well do this. Well, I've, I've oh, got cool! A, I've got a week to get one finished. So uh, is is that for uh, LVO or for funsies or what? So L- LVO is 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 being uh, uh, canceled for me. The, the oh, what? Is open. Why? Um, uh, I have the chance of going uh, to the home my my home country next year, and for the first time of in Russia, thirteen years. Oh, okay. Um, and and the bribes for Russia are pretty expensive. Um, so oh. so I I was like. <laughs> I was I'm, I like I can maybe I'm pretty sure I can go if I don't go to LVO. It was questionable if yeah. I could do both, and I don't know uh-huh. how I could explain to my mother that um, I'm not going to come home because I went and partied for a week in Vegas. That's really easy. It sounds like you just explained it. Just I mean, yeah, just, I, mean, just I, clip, I bought that. Clip this section <laughs> later and then play here, it to her here, in a voicemail. John, John try try this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna John. I'm going to play the role of your mother, okay. and I want you to practice. <laughs> Okay. Go ahead and tell me if you're going to go to LVO. Hey, I'm going to go to LVO. What the fuck is LVO? Um, How'd that work? Did that sound like her? Uh, that, I mean, I could understand what you're saying, so no. I was, I was going to say, what's, what, <laughs> what, what, what is your home country again? Scotland, right? Scotland, right? Scotland, so she's like, oh, what? Say more of a Russian accent? 
Uh, my, my mother speaks Haggis. very quickly right? in like a that? very <laughs> brisk northern, uh, uh, like northern Scottish accent. Uh, so All right. my my well, wife. Let me so she sounds just like Mel Gibson from Braveheart, <laughs> uh, but higher pitched and faster. So just okay. like Mel Gibson from Braveheart. <laughs> I, I, I think she has no problems with Jews. Um, I haven't asked her. <laughs> oh, I haven't asked her thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, I have. Okay. Uh, so, so this role play wasn't working out for you. <laughs> no, it was working out. It was, working right. it was doing stuff for me. Doing too. Stuff. So, just, uh, yeah, you're making me miss my mom. Uh, it, was, it was like she was like right here. And then I'm like, yeah. I called her in three months. I'm in trouble. Oh, man. Um, How do you even know she's still alive? You better call her and verify. I mean, yeah. I feel someone. That's what happened to my mom. I mean, I still get <laughs> passive aggressive notes on Facebook, so uh, I'm sure she. <laughs> but you can't decipher them. <laughs> I don't speak Latin, yeah. so yeah, yeah, uh, I can't yeah. remember it. Uh, so no, thanks, uh, William. I, I'd already bought a ticket for the friendly, so I currently there, there's one of the guys in uh, one of the Discord chats. And I was like, you can have it if you want. Which guy? Oh, was cool. Which chat was that? The uh, uh, the honest war gamer Discord. Yeah, let's not mm. give a shout out to those guys. Mm. No, it's good. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah that was my too. first foray into <laughs> I can't believe you'd never used Discord before. I'm I'm very I'm a I'm a, like a surface hipster. Mm. Or, you know, yeah, I have yeah, a bunch no. of <laughs> Yeah, I run a club, Oh wow. Club, but I I really don't know anything. So, but you guys don't knew that already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then I placed my Christmas order from Forge World. And I'm angry with you. What was that? I heard some. Oh, what? What'd you get? Uh, so uh, I I was like looking online, and I got like that Forge World email, and I went to my wife, and I'm like, "This is what I would like as a Christmas present for the uh, okay. new Carb uh, Calm, uh, the Arisen Leviathan Dreadnought." Uh, as I'm oh. currently working on a way to make an all Dreadnought army, uh, and I have now a a, a HQ Dreadnought. Um, Oh, she was so like, so that that's the uh, that's the red scorpion guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So, uh, do the rules work like for everybody else, or are you just gonna fuck it? Fuck it. So I also put a poll out on Twitter saying what I should rename my Imperial Fist as a successor chapter. Now I'm gonna have a bunch of red scorpion dudes in it, um, and I think uh, <laughs> golden scorpions won. No, no, was it golden? No, oh. no, it was like. Yeah. Fisting scorpions. Fisting was scorpions. The, was the real winner. Was the oh, real winner, but, but not the one I'm taking. Okay. Yeah, golden scorpions. Um, but I think I'm just going to, like, yeah, all of them. Golden showered scorpions or scorpion showers would yeah. be nice. But I, I think the golden, yeah, this, the, the fisting scorpion sounds fisting really good. Scorpions. So what I think yeah. I'm going to yeah, do sold. is uh, on some of my imperial fists, I'm just going to paint the fist uh, emblem gold. And then it's okay. all good. Um, but, yeah, so I have Carb Kong the Arisen uh, on the way. And then while I was there, my wife was like, is there anything else you need? Uh -huh. And I'm like, well, <laughs> there's nothing I really <laughs> Wait, need. Wait, use the word need. Wait yeah, a second. Yeah. I, I was completely honest. She, was like, she's figured it out. Not once, but need. I need. Uh, she's like, what do you want? I was like, uh -huh. I was like well, I could always do with another Leviathan Dreadnought. You had two tabs open. The first tab was the stuff that you, you needed. The second tab was just this giant list. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, so I, I picked up another Leviathan Dreadnought. Uh, I picked up another set of Storm Cannon arms. Um, I picked up the uh, new special characters for the Red Scorpions because that display base is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, those guys look really, really good. Um, and then I picked up um, Inquisitor Hector Rex and Retinue because I've wanted that model for a while. He right. looks pretty baller. And then I was at exactly 249 pounds. 
So you put in a Stormbird. <laughs> I was very what? to be like, hun, I'm a, uh, one pound away from free shipping. I got to fit this Warlord Titan in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's my boy. <laughs> Just put it on the credit card. It's fine. So I put in uh, a single pot of Phalanx yellow airbrush paint. What? Yeah. Nice. What? Game in that system yeah. for that extra thing. So yeah. Uh, and then I proceeded to immediately make an army list that had uh, three Le- relic Leviathan content or Leviathan dreadnoughts, um, all in uh, drop pods. Because you um, you hate your your friends. Is that what the deal is? No, I just really really like dreadnoughts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the reason I like that I took all of the uh, quad mortars is because I hate my friends. Right. Uh, yeah. But the oh. Leviathans are good. Uh, so yeah, I, I have that on the way. That's going to sit under the tree, taunting me until Christmas morning, when I can pretend to be surprised to see it. Oh, very excited about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that's about it. Um, I I built three mortar team or three mortar teams for my Imperial Guard. Um, oh wow! You again hate people. No, it's only three. <laughs> they're all attached to squads. It's not like it's one heavy weapons team. It's they're all in squads. So it's, right. it's not terrible. Um, oh, I wrote um, six different missions for for the uh, the tournament that, that my friend and I run um, uh-huh. for for kind of the not the hardcore tournament gamers. Was the Ultra Mario Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what do you get to play in that, Ted? <laughs> well, considering I no longer have a job as of January third, <laughs> maybe sooner than later. <laughs> But, You'll always uh, have a job in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> it does not work, by the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sadly, Dave doesn't pay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so uh, yeah, I wrote six missions for that. I used um, I Frankenstein parts of the open war deck and the chapter approved book and the book missions. Some ICC stuff in there. Um, I made up a bunch, whole new bunch of tertiary object- objectives because right up until now we've been doing like um, like first strike and uh, line breaker and slay the warlord, uh, but those kind of started getting dull because we're doing them all the time. So I made up some more. There's one because I really love electronic arts right now. Like the first new one I made was a sense of pride and accomplishment, uh, where you destroy your opponent, you get a point for destroying your opponent's least expensive unit. I was originally going to make it more complicated and say destroy their least expensive unit with your most expensive unit and really get that microtransaction uh, sense of satisfaction right there. Um, I I got like strategic genius, which is spend six command points. Uh, And again, this is all kind of aiming at like making people having to tailor their list in a certain way to, to, um, you know, maximize points. Uh, It'd It'd be nice to have like some like hobby shaming in there. Like, uh, plus, you know, like uh, damage against like the shittiest looking model of the opponent's army, <laughs> the, the poor, the, the, the Ted, poorest quality my, conversion. All of my models then take mortal wounds every turn. How dare you? <laughs> it's the Duncan, it's the great plastic Duncan rule. Yeah, if you, uh, you get plus one to hit and plus one to wound against uh, any model that's not painted. Right. <laughs> uh, if you make like a orc voice, you get like an extra mortal wound that you get to put on a model of your yeah, choice. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be administered by me to your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a mortal wound to your incisor. I'm going to knock it out. Ah, my nose. Um, yeah, and then I looked through the Halo achievement list and started stealing stuff like uh, Throne of Bones, uh, which is your warlord killed more units than your opponent's warlord. Mm. Um, attrition, you killed more units than your opponent. Um, 
uh, Emperor's site is before the battle begins, guess what round the battle will end? So, <laughs> That's awesome. This will end turn gambling. three. This will end turn four. Uh-huh. I don't know. So, so like stuff like that. Just trying to get uh, get some more variety going. Uh, yeah. I, I started like naming the missions like completely seriously. So like my first missions are called um, supply and demand, and then I went ridiculous and I have means of production is number two, impact zone is number three, and then we get all the way down to the bottom like highly sensitive data, uh, and then my very favorite mission I made, I called. So I'm scrolling down here and then wasting your time. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. I know it's <laughs> riveting, riveting. <sighs> oh man, where did it go? Uh, you, I, just, I have to show this it, off. No, this Steve Flank, Steve oh. Flank. That's the. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. fuck is Steve Flank? <laughs> it's called Linebreaker Super Ultra Hyper Edition Plus, featuring Pitbull. And it didn't. That was up. pretty much what I had guessed. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it didn't show up in the PDF I put up in our uh, local group. But there yeah. is uh, an image of Pitbull watermarked on the oh, back wow. of that page. So the the Pitbull rejected it, or the, the, the internet rejected it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my friend said he yeah. may be Mister Worldwide, but he's not Mister Multiformat Document. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and I'm like, oh, that, that's good. Mm. So yeah, so so I, I had all those done. And posted that. Um, we ran another <coughs> Ultramar event out at MJ's out in the Valley, which was our first one we did out in the Valley. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was a lot of fun. There's a lot of good armies there. Cool. There's a couple of really tough armies there. Um, yeah. But, but I, I feel like all of the, the players, I mean, at this point, it's kind of like an attitude kind of thing. And like what do you we, mean? We, we made kind of adjustments. And what I like about it is I'm not beholden to this is how ITC does it. So this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we had one of the players took like a super heavy detachment <laughs> which had like three different same blade variants <clears throat> which yeah. was he was a great guy a great yeah. army um, but now like for our next events you kind of use a super heavy detachment you know yeah. so so kind of being able to make those adjustments and kind of listen to the player base and kind of move <laughs> it on was, was it, super nice I think that uh, wasn't that, so that that particular guy was just down from Fairbanks um, they were down. For, they they misread the tournament they were coming down for. They were coming down for the one that happened this last weekend instead of two weekends ago. So they brought like an ITC tournament list and had to tailor cut. You know these two guys 500 each. Five hundred points. Yeah, yeah. five hundred points. So it's it's not that he was trying to bring like a oh a, yeah a douche list, but it's just the way that it. You yeah, know. that's that's the models. He but had. he brought a right. douche list. He, are you well, saying he that had. he brought a douche list? Are you are you insinuating that our friendly folk from uh, Fairbanks are douches? I mean, you I'm pretty much just said that, Dave. Douches, they're great. Pretty guys. much yeah, just said that. They're douches. pretty good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. except they're douches apparently. Yeah, according I mean, to Dave, I'm sure they're anally very clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're spotless. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we had like one player had like Mortarian and Magnus. Yeah, that was a great game at 1500 points. The other guy had like a Baneblade, a Shadow Sword, and another Baneblade. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, don't I, know. I, I didn't have to play him because he won, and I was busy losing, so it's fine. I, I can't fault the guys who, who took the armies. Uh, like I said, they they were there to play. They they played with a great attitude. It's not like they stomped face like, "Oh fuck you, noob, get good." That's not true. Mm-hmm. Well, you should get That's good. Pretty much what they did. I mean, it, well, who was that? who uh, who had that? It was that uh, I can't remember his name. The guy. So I played in the tournament, mm-hmm. uh, and I I won the first game, barely. Um, against Jake. Jake and I have some great games, as you know. Um, I, I had no idea. Game. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I, me and Tuke. I, I, 
I try not to assume your games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> did you just 2017, assume? Dave? Come on. Did you just assume I, my gamers? Uh, I, so, I didn't. I didn't assume anything. If if you're if you're pro bad game, that's fine. Oh, that's no, okay. We, we, I'm non. You know, you don't even have to be pro by You could you could be non-binary. You can be ambivalent about your games. I, think I don't care. It's allies. fine. Mm. <laughs> you can, so, you can be an inquisitor detachment if you want. You, you can be checkers. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying if, if that's what you want. If you want to be checkers, that's okay. Um, you can be checkers. Nobody wants to be checkers, Ted. Come on. <laughs> so um, so I, I played the first game against Jake, and I I could have sworn I was going to lose. Uh, we finished round two and <clears throat> didn't have time to finish round three. Jake had so much shooting, and I had so much shooting that uh, mm-hmm. afterwards we both joked. That the I had so much shooting. I had all the shooting. It was oh. the best shooting. Oh no. <laughs> We, this this is happening again. We, we haven't had a game go past round three in an Ultramar Cup yet because okay. it's just like he he fails charges against repulsors so that I'm just uh-huh. like oh god more come on dude make a dice roll it's a three inch charge nope never mind he rolled three inches minus two from okay uh, technically that's still a successful charge right because well, you're yeah. within an inch of the base <laughs> this is um, why we tell you to get good Dave oh I should have wanted to get good yeah. Uh, Zachary, uh, his name was Zachary for round two. Yeah, there was Zachary. <laughs> uh, so I played Zachary round two. He had the, uh, Magnus, uh, Mortarian demon list, um, which I was deathly afraid of because I really didn't have anything that can handle it. Um, uh, and have never played against Mortarian and Magnus. And I didn't know that Magnus could move, uh, 11,000 inches in a turn, uh, and assault turn one with true. proper psychic phase. So. There's actually a slide rule on his character uh, sheet because they couldn't fit it all into his movement characteristic. It's yeah, they had to write eleven thousand in like a sticky note that you yeah, add to it. It's like you know mm-hmm. when you type a formula into Excel, his move characteristic oh. is hashtag wrath. Yeah, just, <laughs> I was like, I should, be, I should be e five hundred. Going scientific notations there. But you know, I shot first round at his demons and killed a whole bunch of them, and uh, then he just was like, boom, Magnus ripping your shit up and i was like i don't what what's happening so i moved the i, I just kind of like kept moving across around the board while magnus and mortarian like chased me around the board oh wow uh as i was trying to kill them and uh i, I did manage to do you know hit them both below half wounds um, which was sexy. uh and then i talked him into agreeing to a uh, legitimate compromise that if he couldn't kill three intercessors that were holding an objective uh in turn four then he had to concede the game. Uh, That's a good one. I should try that. Just from the beginning. Hey, if you don't kill these three guys, I win the game. Yeah. What? By the That's way, not part of the reserve. rules. No, no, no. I killed them. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, he rolled. I deep strike and... him to the other table. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Fuck! Don't, don't, don't mind me. I'm setting down this assault squad here. <laughs> so, uh, he it's cool, bro. And, uh, and didn't, he didn't kill him with Mortarian and managed to finish. He got... It came down to like a coin flip die roll at the very end. If I made the save, the three up save for my last wound, he loses and I win. Um, <laughs> but you've met me, so you know that my dice roll is. I was of course going to roll a one, but yeah. uh, but it, it made it, for uh, you know it, like it made for a really fun game, even though he was just whipping the ever loving shit out of me. I mean, like I said, and this goes shit. They, they were both like really awesome guys. Um, I felt really bad. Uh, we did the dice rolls for pairings because we're we're. Uh, we're awesome like that because uh, we're using an Excel spreadsheet, and the only uh. two people who traveled from Fairbanks were were paired up against each other. Ram one. Oh, naturally, <laughs> naturally, uh, which caused oh man, like uh, AK our local group to to melt down at calls of uh, 
shenanigans my, uh, shenanigans and, and myself and Nate having an Illuminati like power forcing them against each other and all that other kind of stuff and I'm like I, I, I rolled dice <laughs> it was random wow. they watched the, it <laughs> the dice are racist yeah, yeah blame the, the dice are racist uh, so yeah <laughs> against uh, against Fairbanksies <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're so, one of those Fairbanks lovers, aren't you? <laughs> but, yeah, it was super good. They ended up coming in second and third, I think, right? Oh, wow. No, first, didn't he? First, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, no second didn't. and third. No, was, uh, was, uh, Wasilla guy came first. Uh, oh, I wish I could remember his name. Oh, man, I'm the worst. Yeah. Damn. Uh, he came in, in first. Yeah, and like I said, it was really good. And I think the thing I like about it, we've ran three now, and each one has had a different winner. And each winner, uh, aside from the first one, I, like, I've not really had a lot of interaction with or, or talked to, and they're kind of new to the area, um, which is like makes me feel super happy. Yeah. Uh, like, again, it's trying to provide an alternative to like, hyper-competitive. still competitive. Um, but, you know, you don't have to... Like, there, there's some people who have the mentality of, are, are we here to win or are we here to have fun? It's like, yeah. Can, can we do both? Maybe. Yeah. It's it's the Ultimar Cup is everybody has fun, mm-hmm. and um, if they don't, they're banned. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have fun, you're out. So yeah. it, it is a it is a great. Which thing. is why I don't play. And everybody who lives <laughs> in a different state, start you know tweeting at John to get him to send you all the information on how to run this sort of thing. Trademark oh, uh, John uh, at Mongols. Trin- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want the packet, like send me the information. Like I said, there's nothing fancy. I, like I said, I uploaded like a six mission packet, and it's just yeah. Random. And I, I said I'm gonna change it as it goes and like adjust it to our local meta. So that's pretty exciting. But Dave, hmm. talking about exciting, what have you been up to? How goes the paint everything you own before you can go buy more challenge? <laughs> buy any more uh, finger quotes board games recently? <laughs> uh, no, I containing not. knights and or. <laughs> It has tiles. I don't know. I, I haven't actually opened it. What? No, it doesn't. The, 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 the shirt? Oh. This well, is a no. board game set. It's 10 tentacle marines. Yeah. What's the board game? It's called Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> yeah. Stop bothering me. Oh, you lost. Oh. Wow. Uh, this has got ghetto up in Dave's residence. Straight ghetto. Right, <laughs> Ratchet. So, uh, in my world, I've been doing some painting. I've got uh, five... Uh, intercessors uh, with heavy bolters ready for the next Ultramar Cup. Actually, mm. uh, ready for the uh, this. By the time this, let's see, this airs Friday. So two Fridays from now, I'm playing my daughter. She'll be up for Christmas. Uh, Wonderful. Reserved a table over at uh, Tier One. We have never actually ever played a game against each other because I never wanted to wow. crush the ever loving shit out of her and so make you, her cry. Do you want to borrow some stuff so you can crush the ever loving shit out of her? No. <laughs> I'm crush the ever loving shit out of her anyway. Were you like, here's a Leviathan dread now. I got some Tau you could borrow. Tau blood to play for her to play, right? right. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back to Alaska. What? Here's a Tau army. Use it. But but I don't want to use it. Yeah, new <laughs> chapter approved meant I had to paint up a whole bunch more other stuff to get uh, yeah. to have everything good. Oh, poor uh, baby. Your uh, points went down. Oh, yeah. so Aww. happy. Thank you, GW. It was a Christmas, oh, early Christmas for me. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, my points went down, too. Yeah, I know. Wow. The uh, I just love everything that came out of chapter approved. Uh, so yeah. you know, no vehicle design rules, dude. No vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, the rumor was no, and, and they, they advertised it yeah. as being yeah. part of there. Um, and then also they spent eight pages uh, discussing how to make objective markers for each race. Yeah, is that what filled up? <laughs> like, well, maybe yeah, they're like. 
shit, we forgot. I was like, throwing this white to Horf article about objective markers. Yeah. had some super cool ideas, but yeah. uh, I haven't sure. actually read the chapter approved. And I just bought it. So, but you love uh, everything in it. I, I just, no, I mean, like, all the stuff that's in it that is represented in other places, like I, the points I and whatnot. I enjoy that okay. you are doing exactly the same as I'm doing, where I already got all my points on the internet. Exactly. So my book oh. is sitting in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's still in my truck from when I picked it up at MJ's from the Eltermar Cup. So, as, mm. as is Cody's and also the White Dwarf about that thing. But uh, oh. speaking of being unemployed, Ted. Um, yeah. Tyson uh, f- uh, picked up uh, the chapter. He's approved. a full-time media artist. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, what? So, so Tyson picked up the chapter approved, and then he called me, which he never does. This. He always texts. So I was like, oh, God, what's the matter? Are you dying? You know, because yeah. something happened to your wife, <gasps> your house caught oh, no. fire, what happened? Oh, no. He's like, did you see the vehicle design rules? What? I'm going to have to have do with- Ted build me. A land raider with like, and he just started rattling off weapons. So you know, oh you got my that god, in the future maybe a commission. To... But there's no vehicle design rules. Oh. Uh, we could make them up. We, I can Photoshop it look pretty convincing. <laughs> he was. Uh, I don't know. So, so half when designed by someone yeah. with the name initials TK. Yeah. <laughs> so people are gonna be like looking at that, like, wait a second, armor values aren't a thing anymore. What is this? From the car. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you got that to look forward to. But uh, Sweet. I've, I've decided that 2018 is the year of competitiveness, which I've said in the past, and I was going to run Tyranid, <laughs> so I bought the Tyranid Codex, and I, I okay. was going to run the Eldar, so I bought the Eldar Codex. Um, mm-hmm. um, Eldar, no, they're okay. Uh, well, that's that's why I bought the Tyranid Codex, because I bought the Eldar Codex, and I thought, oh, <laughs> these are just okay. Uh, so I the hey, uh, anybody up for a game of sevens? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play huh? seven? Huh? I got what? some jet bikes. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so... Uh, I've been following the I, Blood I Angels and the Dark Angels. At all thirty of my scatter laser jet bikes and cried. <laughs> and I just had that Sarah McLaughlin song playing in my head, like <laughs> I will remember you. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I like, what? Someday, I someday. Uh, guns. What's wrong with you? <laughs> These will be good forever. Damn it! Oh. Uh, they railed our jet bikes, not funny. So it's fine. <laughs> so uh, that was a great Jessica Alba movie. Honey. Oh, she was an inner city dancer. Sorry, I was assuming you were saying it was a, the Jet Bikes. Honey was the name of. A I mean, I, I would watch a dancing would, movie yeah. about Jet Bikes called That's Honey. True. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I've been following the Dark uh, Angels stuff going on, and uh, uh. I'm going to run Dark Angels. Uh, what? We, we have a, uh, a vacancy up here since uh, our boy Phil uh. left. There's nobody representing Dark Dude. Angels properly. Oh, I've read Dude, that. And- Andy's coming. He's got Dark Angels. Yeah, uh, I've read that rule set that's coming for Dark Angels. Uh, you will not be the only Dark Angels player. <laughs> no, right there. I feel a... my Red Scorpions will have Dark Angels chapter tactics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say when you say Andy, uh, you're talking about Devo. Devo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't play Dark Angels. Well, he just sent me a picture of some stuff. I guess he bought a bunch. Well, no, he, no, he doesn't. Those are Colts. Play. Those are his buddy Colts. No, Colt wants He's... to play. Yeah. No, he sent me a picture. He sent me personally a picture and told me specifically that he had a bunch of Dark Angel stuff that he never put around, put together, and he's finally deciding that he's going to do it. Oh, man. Oh, he's going to do Ravenwing. No, Dave's not going to be a special snowflake um, anymore. Well, yeah, but Andy lives in the valley, so I don't have to worry about him coming in. <laughs> okay, there you go. The, uh, so I've, I've been on Discord on the Glacial Geek Challenge, or channel because uh-huh. uh, I'm a Patreon subscriber because I like Phil. And, uh, I'm not. I just uh-huh. talk to him. It's a dollar. Uh, to to talk to him in there, I mean, I talked mm. to him for free. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a dollar to support Phil. I mean, please don't stop talking to me, Phil. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put John behind the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The first woo is free. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> make the cash ding a ling uh, great again. <laughs> cash money. Anyway, that didn't come out right. I don't right. have to buy anything <laughs> yeah. to uh, to make a competitive Dark Angels list because I have oh, yeah? it all already. Like what? And, well, like old space. I have probably a thousand. No, not a thousand. No, probably a hundred uh, unbuilt Space Marines. Uh, no, you you have a, like a thousand. A thousand. You have like a thousand. You have like ten thousand. Well, I probably have more, but I wouldn't keep giving them away. You have just... fifteen thousand right now. But it I just keeps going up. They keep like set of Primaris that I can put together. Okay. Um, so I've got like uh, all the intercessors I need, all the inceptors I need, and all the hellblasters I need mm-hmm. if I want to run them. I actually have been building together the uh, the bits uh, to put together Dark Angels. Uh, I ordered some insignias for the consecrators uh chapter which is a uh, successor of the dark angels and i am putting everything together and tearing it up i'm going to try to wreck face until the next codex comes out and then i'll cool. then that. he'll buy that yeah look at that <laughs> <laughs> sure some people get stuff sent to him for free i i buy it <laughs> like an idiot oh you poor thing um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's what I've been up to. It's all it's all good. I'm, oh well, and I've been working on a uh, special Christmas present for my daughter. So hopefully she's not listening. Oh, cool! I was well, that's on, the don't, a don't Tau Army, right? That. I was making Dark Eldar terrain because I was under the impression that she was still playing uh, Dark Eldar based Yanari. Oh, okay. Uh, which is the last models that I bought for her, <clears throat> uh, and announced <clears throat> to me she has switched to uh, Grey Knights. So you, you know why that is? Yeah, because Yanari are terrible now. Yeah, uh, really. But I also hey. heard Grey Knights were terrible. Well, they're not as terrible. So, you know, Anari, they had the whole gimmick that, you know, the soul burst. Oh, yeah. Which was, oh, no, no, this is my shooting face. Right. Um, So, each unit can now only soul burst. No, uh, the army can soul burst once a turn. Yeah. Okay. So, they nerfed the bejesus out of them. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Good thing. Yeah, it was, because before it was really just. Oh, it was insane. I watched someone play a game. And then the other guy get no turns because Lucha was like, "Yes, I destroyed this unit, and now my entire army is being murderified." Yeah, Aww. they were they were slightly unbalanced, and they needed to get fixed. And they they did a little heavy handed, a little too but, far, but yeah. uh, a rather too far than not far enough. Aww. That's true. Aww. yeah, I was concepts. talking to our buddy. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, go go on, Ted. Oh, I was gonna say our buddy Matt, who um, has been playing Grey Knights for the last few years and has an amazing Grey Knights army. He was saying I was talking to him a couple days ago, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm about done with them. They're just not competitive anymore, so I'm gonna sell them." <laughs> well, he's gonna get like a million dollars for that army. Yeah. yeah, that is. I can't wait to see that on eBay prices, right? Pro painted. Yeah. <laughs> I got a yeah. question for you, Ted. You might know. So I was Uh-oh. looking through eBay. Seven. Looking at that pro painted Seven dollars. Fourteen dollars. Um, <laughs> What the fuck ding, does ding, ding. DPS mean? What? Like, Wait. on eBay, the painted models are listed as, you know, um, House Asher Ganger, uh, DPS. Oh, shit. I have no idea. I was trying to figure out what the fuck the acronym meant. If anyone listening knows, please let me know because it's really bothering me. DPS. Uh, I mean... Wh- which one is it? Is it, like, the older or the newer stuff? It's the newer stuff, and they're all, like, DPS. And I was like... It's- Definitely painted shitly. Um, they're already painted, and they're already. Are you, are you sure it's not a so, uh, paint company at all? Like DPS, I, I've fallen for that. Where I was trying to figure I out what so. stuff meant. Maybe damage per second. Like 
because they are pretty point, uh, point, uh, pointy. You know, Maybe, I, yeah, like it'll, it'll hard, cut yeah. you a lot. Yeah, they just—they're the plastic ones. You got to use the metal ones for the real damage. I mean, well, the metal ones. It's, it's a low DPS versus a high DPS. Yeah, so yeah. you have to you have to level your plastic up in order to. Well, no, you would use the plastic as a tank. And all the damage. <laughs> okay. The metal ones. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the hell it means, and it really it's bothering me. That's yeah. I, I haven't been eBaying much lately, but I know, like you know, now that I'm going to be going back to school full time, like thinking about shit, I need some more income. <laughs> like if, if I don't get my degree fast enough, I'm like oh, I should probably like finish my iron hands and put them on there. So I better figure that stuff out. So well, as you as go you on eBay, obviously you'll probably do some some sort of. Uh, tutorial video on uh, the crazy conversions you do and stuff right how's the wanderer coming the the pole the, dancer oh, i haven't done anything really in a while like i it pretty much like where he stopped but yeah thanks for retweeting that or whatever because like all of a sudden i got all these like uh, followers on twitter <laughs> a platform i haven't used in several weeks and yeah i'm aware uh, <laughs> i haven't used <laughs> any platform that he's bitter uh, <laughs> well i was i was uh stoked because i passed you and phil and then I uh, was like, yeah, I've got more Twitter followers than that. And then I today posted a picture because one of the guys is uh, one of the guys I follow is working on uh, an admech army. And he he picked up those bits that you have that, that you use for the heads. Uh, oh, OK. And I said, oh, you know, I know that's I know somebody that's got a picture of that. And I sent it to him. And of course, everybody liked it. And they were thinking they were like, well, strippers. Yeah. Look at that. He's holding the pole. Strippers. As a, <laughs> a stripper. How's he going to? Oh, yeah. He's got to pay for college, you know, and the next thing they, <laughs> they all followed you because they're like oh look at this guy with his conversions he's awesome i was like he's, that's fine i don't need to be ahead of ted and follow <laughs> you poor thing <laughs> oh all, all of my followers switched to you they were like oh thanks dave does this repost well, awesome I mean, shit they can you're, you're like my she-wolf <laughs> what the i mean they can do Did you both. Call me she-hulk no the, a she-wolf you know it's in the anyway never mind have like one wolf like a pack would send their she wolf out they would collect the prey bring it back and then they would attack and kill it yeah anyway what? it's a i don't you know call that's me a, your breeding of... stock yeah ted <laughs> kind of kind of well, let's up? talk about your last um your last tweet that you did uh, on your your twitter page apparently translated from spanish oh oh what what well it says Adepticon 2018, y'all, and then it gives me the option to translate it from Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I never knew you spoke Spanish. Wow. Uh, well, I'm looking know. through the list of stuff you've signed up for. Yeah, that's you, good because I don't remember what's on there. You're going for an Old Hammer Second <laughs> yes! Edition Mini Tournament. Yes. Yes. I'm just, I, I, I wasn't going to sign up for it, but I think I like didn't get into it. Oh, that's right. I didn't even talk about Adepticon, did I? No, Last no. That's why I'm like, oh, let's look through here. Oh, my God. So, okay. First, uh, start with start. the breadcrumbs. Uh, man, so Adepticon this year was, you know, if you remember last year, because I often bitch about like how bad the Adepticon like process was. Mm-hmm. Um but I like I had this like high anxiety level going into this thing. Like Peter from NGC 40K and I were both like messaging back and forth for like hours, just like every few minutes. Like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you pumped? But like a bunch of like high school play, like uh, hockey players, like hitting each other's chest and like jerking off on a biscuit. It was like really intense. But we went to like, a very wait. different high school than I did, and we went to the same high school. Who had to eat the biscuit? 
<laughs> it was thankfully it was an electronic biscuit, but the uh, um so but anyway like we're, you know we're gonna like I got my my Excel spreadsheet with all the classes line and like all the uh, things that I was like gonna sign up for. I had another Excel spreadsheet with like secondaries in case I didn't get the primaries, and there was like a third list of like broken down on like how I was gonna like all right sign up for these three, then sign up for these three, then sign up for these three, then sign up for these two, and so like, <laughs> I had them like all laid out on my my desktop at work like waiting for five o'clock to happen so I could like jump on there. Um, and I got most of the classes that I wanted. Um, I missed a couple. I think there was like, one was like camo patterns with Duncan. And then, um, I can't remember what the other one was. I think there was another, like, you have, uh, um, this is the uh, Ted weekend lineup. <coughs> if anyone wants to stalk you <laughs> on the 24, you have the games workshop studio preview. Okay. Uh, yeah. Atlas. Building like, fantastic miniscapes part one. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. But, Strangely enough, no part two. So uh, I thought about doing number two, but um, if they're sixty-five bucks each. It's be a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, something conflicted with it, and like the the first one looked like it was more interesting. The second one was mostly painting, so like I yeah, fuck that. So, <laughs> what in sweet Jesus is Warhammer Forty K Car Wars? So that one, it's like a homebrew kind of a thing, and they did it last year for the first time. Um, and it was, uh, I think it's like every race has a like a vehicle, and it's like it's like I think it's like Dark Future, um, the the board game from the eighties or early nineties um, that GW had. But I think like they, you know, you can use like a Tau Devilfish, you can use like all these you know weird things. So like there's an orc truck in there, and um, and then I think you're supposed to go down this long track that's like sixteen feet long or something, and you know you're kind of like rubbing up against each other and, and shooting one another and uh, all that stuff. So it's just like hockey, you know, uh, meets the Weinstein family um, holiday party. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so, um, so I'm curious. I, I haven't, I've never played it before. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, but I think like I, I end up with so many classes, it's nice to be able to like break up and do something that like I've never done before, you know, like this weird ass game. Like I could play 40 K uh, anytime I, don't have something else going on on a weekend or have my son or have um, get date raped by a cat and have to cry in the corner for the whole weekend. So, you know, as long as one of those things don't happen, I can play 40 K at any time, <laughs> but you know, play car wars is like unique. Um, so that, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. I'll let you know. I think they have their packet online where you yeah. can like look the rules and stuff, but if not, I'll try to bring that. So, uh, but old, old so hammer. Old hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, 1500 points, second yeah. edition rules. Oh, if um, I remember right, that's three models. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so much less to paint. Uh, yeah, so it's. <clears throat> I you know I have this like it really depends on like how much time I have because I think it's the end of March, um, and so uh, I have like all the second edition stuff so for um, for orcs. I think I have a bunch of. I might have a space marine. Book, I can't remember. Um, yeah, so I have a bunch of second edition books. By the way, yeah, I remember that. You have like the whole collection. <laughs> um, so. I know for a fact I have Imperial Guard. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I have Eldar. Um, yeah. I don't have Tau because they weren't invented. You're right. Um, yeah, I'll have a look, man, and see what kind of I have. So I have Orcs and Angels of Death. So um, I guess that's an like I can either do Blood Angels or Orcs in that rate. But it'd be nice, like since I'm going to take, I'm uh, going to do Patrol as well. Um, unless I, because I, I mean, 
technically, like the, the the flesh terrors are painted by Dave's standards. Three <laughs> <laughs> colors and based. You're good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, base. <laughs> oh, they had bases. So, so we'll see. Oh, yeah, it'd be kind of fun. I think like maybe if I can do if I can like double dip and have my patrol list come out of my my old hammer list. I well, think that'd be really kind of nice. I will say Memphiston was goddamn ridiculous in second edition. Yeah. Like oh. table flipping ridiculous. So you should take him. That's right. Definitely. That's right. That was back when they called it Hero Hammer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it should be uh, a classic list. 1500 points. Uh-huh. should be uh, Memphiston. Tycho. Um, yeah. Oh wow. And then who's the fruity guy with the melted gun uh, bolter? Is that Tycho? That, that's right. Yeah. That's Tycho. Are you uh, thinking then, uh, uh, Corbolo? Yeah, Corbolo as well. So those three, oh, and then okay. maybe like an assault squad. Okay. Fifteen hundred points. Back All right. Here, here we go. Mephiston. Uh, movement six. Weapon skill eight. Ballistic skill six. Strength seven. Toughness six. Uh, only four wounds. Uh, nine initiative. Four attacks. Ten leadership. Uh. What was his big deal? Was it the refractor field that was amazing? Has a saving throw of a five or six. Uh, um, Taken before a save of armor. This save is always taken before a save of an armor of any kind. Is not subject to saving throw modifiers. Um, So he gets he basically gets two saves. Yeah, but I think that's I think his weapons were like freaking ridiculous as well. uh, So he has the plasma mastercrafted plasma pistol, which gets a sustained fire dice. Um, you still have, yeah, you still have, oh, um, you still have sustained fire dice, right? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, all this whole thing you're going to have to dig yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I'm really excited because, like, I, I like, te- like, moving templates and stuff, like, actually having moving arcs and having that matter, like, I'm really excited about that. Like, thankfully, it's only going to be, like, five models. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your uh, vehicle facing. Your, yeah. And your vehicle yeah. sheets. Yeah. Right. No, th- okay, that's going to be kind of a problem because I think, like, I don't know if I have all those. So I think, like, wasn't there, like, a, a the vehicle manual? You had to buy the vehicle manual as well? I don't think uh, I have that. No, all of the templates and stuff came in um, the box set. Some updated stuff came in Dark Millennium. Oh, that's what um, I need. But okay. Yeah, most of it, but I, I can, I, I got you covered. Yeah, oh, cool. Okay. I, I can <laughs> I can find those templates. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be it's awesome. all about, we're like, I saw, like, old hammer and i'm like whoa that's fucking badass yeah i could never read that many rule books and understand the system again <laughs> but that's badass yeah and then it looks like you're going to start an imperial guard army again because you're doing a camo patterns paint class with, uh, uh, our lord duncan <laughs> and then a realistic weathered stone and dirt class oh yeah that I'm really kind of curious about because that's like an intermediate to advanced class. So I think it's going to be more than like right now I do like paint black, dry brush medium, uh, brownish gray, and then dry brush light gray. Done. You know, pick out a few things for a couple little, little bit of uh, uh, flocking on it. <laughs> so it'd be nice to like step up the game and like, what does dirt look like, mom? <laughs> I mean, that's what I did for my display board. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dude, I'm right there with you, man. Like. But I think that highlight. because mm. well the danger you run into, especially with like basing or display boards, is you want mm-hmm. it to look great, but you don't want it to kind of overwhelm the miniature. Yeah, totally. And that's why right. like a two stage dry brush highlight is, is good for me because it makes it mm-hmm. look good and it kind of doesn't detract from the miniature. So like the hard part for me is kind of how do I up my basing game without yeah. detracting from the miniature game? 
Right. No, that's a, that's a really good point. But I think like for, for what I want to start doing and I like, I don't mind just doing that with like my, um, my, my, <laughs> my daily drivers, you know, like my armies and stuff. Um, but I think like when it comes to like, I would like to be able to, you know, one of my goals now is to compete in the crystal brush. I don't have to win it. <laughs> just compete in it at some point. Like well, don't you have to, throw them. Do you have to What's win, that? um, like satellite tournaments to get into the no. Adepticon? Uh, Oh, that's right. I think they do have qualifiers, but there's also like the the noob qualifier. So, but I want to be like comfortable. Like it, it's kind of like a like the standard is my own standard. So, like, do I feel that I could be part of the dialogue? Do I feel that like my model is good enough to where people will take notice, um, and then look at the other ones and take more notice? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this guy looks. Never mind. What is our? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's Ben Comets doing? This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of like, that's kind of a goal. So like, you know, being able to paint dirt to where it looks like dirt, you know, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Dude, I was looking at, uh, was it Ferret Forge? Our buddy over, uh, Dante, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like looking at, looking at that, uh, um, that Warhound he was doing, uh, you know, I was really impressed. Like the guy has been painting for, I don't know, only a couple of years, but like the display board that, you know, like he painted for it, uh, not the display board, but the, the yeah, plinth, the, the, the base. Yeah. yeah um, it was really good. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it looked like dirt and like he, I think he even like, cause there's supposed to be a recess in it to where there's going to be uh water. I, I built it. <laughs> so like, that was the intent. I was like, all right, Dante, I'm going to make this hard on you. Cause you've never done water effects. Now you have to, how do I do water effects? I don't know. I've never done it either. Ha <laughs> ha. But now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> then you throw a smoke bomb and vanish. <laughs> yeah. <boosh. laughs> God. And then I, all you can see is your hat poking up from behind a chair. <laughs> Ted, are, you, are you still in my house? No. <laughs> There's a sock with spooge on it on the floor. Um, but so I think he, yeah. So, but he did like these like stratums of like uh, of moisture. It looked like on the base too, to where it looked like he was kind of leading up to having like moist dirt versus drier dirt, like as you go up the bank. So um, I thought that was really impressive. And then like the different stratums of of just a uh, soil. So. Yeah, he pretty much crushed that. And yeah. So uh, you're taking camo with Duncan. Yeah, because I want to do the towel. That as What's he's that? painting, that you won't be able to see the model. Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like that. That's essentially a joke Duncan, my dad would have made. Duncan, that's essentially. <laughs> sir, you are my dad. <laughs> you painted. The camo, we can't, I see the stream on this, there's nothing there, you're just holding air? <laughs> anyway, that's Dave, all I had. That was, I've been sitting on that spank yourself. the camera. <laughs> I spank myself every night, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, Ted, you'll be happy to know that there is no qualifiers for Crystal Brush. <laughs> I thought there was, actually. Nope, pick one of eight categories, because uh, uh, I love you, Ted, but you are not young talent. Uh, um, nope gray balls so technically by default he's the young talent he's he's not younger than me and he's not yeah you look older than he does very old looking man so Um, we might be looking for a third chair on our podcast (laughs) anybody out there i've just been burned awfully Uh, um but yeah uh pick one of eight categories and go to town oh cool i think you should go with uh anything with flesh tones because if memory serves me correct, you're really good at flesh tones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just just a naked dude. Oh, oh man, there's a hydraulic legs category. 
Hydraulic flex? Really? No. Well, oh. Why the oh. fuck if there's eight categories? Dude, I don't follow the why crystal brush. One... I'll, never, I'll never be that good. I said there was eight categories he was eligible for. Do you really think a nationally ranked painting competition would have a best in hydraulic legs category? <laughs> yes. As one of their eight main categories. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the the weird offshoot category. Like they've got yeah. sci-fi, best this, best that, and then best robot legs. I mean, I mean that's sci-fi. So Russian hackers are like a dime a dozen. Like I could just get, like hire one to make a ninth category, right? <laughs> <Best in ten. laughs> How hard could it be? You're best, you'll finally get that best in ten award. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Russian hackers. Uh, <laughs> You're the best. Well, we've gathered like, you all here and, today. And how again does this affect the Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> it, does, right. it does. It does. It does. <laughs> sure. I, I got the rest of the emails want, right here. Just you want Ted to win. <laughs> Instead of Hillary. <laughs> That's right. Hillary. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's adorable. Oh, all right. So anyway, good times. For like a long time. Way too long. Hour. Uh, yeah, now. I'm sorry. It's That's a waste of your time. It's all good. It's a waste uh, of everybody's time. Ted sorry, Ted. everybody. Sorry, sorry. We're, if it makes you guys feel any better, I just uh, turned us off an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted, we're going to bid you adieu uh, yeah. right now. Uh, talk about the book that I didn't read all the way. <laughs> Dave and I are going to talk about the book and what can be a Woo! very serious conversation. Oh, man. Super serious. Super serious. Super serious. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you, Ted. Dave and I are going to be talk to, uh, back to talk about Ghost Warrior after this here break. Woo! Fear consumed my every waking moment. It wasn't rational, but there it was, ruining my life. Then one day I came across a book called how to be a cheating asshole. From the very first chapter, it helped me to confront my fear head on. In a world filled with easy answers and cheap solutions, how to be a cheating asshole showed me that the way out of my despair was to use loaded dice and not declare what I'm rolling. Its message was so strong and so real that it put me on the road to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it made my fear a part of my past. Stop by your local retailer now for a copy of How to Be a Cheating Asshole. Also available in audiobook, read by somebody who only sounds like Donald Trump. So I was mad that I could not find it on in paper. Oh, that man. It made me so mad. So, Dave, we're back. Yay! We're, 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 we're Ted List. Ted has retired to do grown-up things. All because he didn't want to hear about spoilers. Um, we're talking about the first uh, Black Library novel to really deal with Anari. Um, and the, the kind of their structure, how they work, a little bit about their character. And we're talking about Ghost Warrior by uh, Gav Thorpe. Um, Gav Thorpe, of course, very fantastic, fantastic author. He's done lots of Eldar books. Oh, loves um, Eldar. Probably like the number one resource for Eldar knowledge that the Black Library currently has. So a very obvious person to do this book. Um, a lot of the times when we do book reviews, we kind of go... And kind of summarize the story as we go and kind of talk about our thoughts about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to do that this time. I don't think we can. And, and it's going to be very apparent. Um, the first two-thirds of this book were very tough for me. Um, there was a very difficult job of things that had to be established before anything could really happen. You had to establish how... Craftworld Eldar were in the post-Rift era of 40k. Right. Um, you had to establish how the Anari were 
in the poster of era of 40k yep you had to establish how the inari interacted with craft world eldar in poster of 40k you had to establish how uh, the inari interacted with themselves um you had to establish whereabouts they were on their mission to receive the crone swords uh and there was a lot that had to go into to making it especially because we we're focusing on the the premier inari characters of, of their triumvirate you have yeah. um Yvrain, Yvrain, um, and the, uh, the, uh, the Vizark, the Vizark, and and and, and the, you need right the Avatar the, Vinit. yeah. All the wiser eyes, um, yeah. That, that's something for that, and it felt a lot like um, Game of Thrones met the Elven scenes from Lord of the Rings. It's um, an apt description, actually, for for a lot of it. That, yeah. that, that's kind of the read I got because you know. Honorable houses and, you know, all the conversation. Um, essentially, uh, we'll summarize a little bit, but um, we, we, we begin our adventure. And again, throughout this book, there were, there were several moments where I was like, okay, this would make an amazing diorama. Yeah. Um, for example, the one I really want to make or, or have Ted make for, for Adepticon. And, right. And, and wink, wink when you're editing this. Yep. Um, is at the start when they are fighting towards a portal and half of the army is in the Garden of Nurgle. And the other half is in the the real realm. I think if you do a diorama with like that portal in the middle of the diorama and Garden of Nurgle this side, regular world on the other side, like a couple of characters going through like color changes, it would be fantastic. That's totally a crystal brush winning oh, entry oh, right there. It really is. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, so and then and you give one guy robot legs and then you Oh that's two categories. Yeah. Um but yeah, so so we join kind of the Nari going through the Garden of Nurgle trying to get uh, a MacGuffin. Uh, yeah, the hand of uh, the, the, the the oh the, the psychic spooky hand Mortarian. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the, from Mortarian's castle. Yeah, uh, and they get that and they escape, and then uh, on kind of the the impetus of Eldrad, Papa Eldrad, they trust the humans with it, right? Yeah, they give it. They, they were on a mission for Gulamon. Yeah, yeah. gave it. They gave it away, girly man. I don't. Uh, um, and then and then that was all you heard about that. Yeah, and so, so so that one went, and that was kind of like for me something I was looking forward to is kind of like seeing their interactions with that. But that's not what the story's about. No, but that that that's okay. Um, I, honestly, I had no idea what the story was about when I was reading it. I knew it was about Inari. That, I, that was that, it. That's what I knew. Uh, I don't know that the title aptly describes the book at all. Now, it, it's possible, but you know, the rise of the Inari Ghost Warrior. I was expecting more of the Ghost Warrior part, which. I, I don't feel like we got, but I did like I, I did like the book. Uh, like you said, the first half of the book is is lore storytelling stuff and filling in the gaps and letting you know exactly what's happening. And it it does a very good job of that, mm-hmm. but you have to trudge through it to get to the meat of the story. And after reading our last book, uh, which was a mile a minute thrill ride from start to finish. It was very difficult to do. Right, right. Um, and again, it's kind of comparing like high drama to like the Avengers. Um, the Vaults of Terror book was uh, an Avengers movie where, yeah, there was good character moments, but it was like action movie, action set pieces. Um, and this yeah. was a lot more of a character building drama and kind of trying to flesh out everyone. 
in particular, uh, flesh out the Vizark. They, they did a lot of character development on him there, whereas before he was like this stoic, silent person. And we've heard kind of Evren and kind of clips of other books. We've heard from the Gathering Storm books, but the mm-hmm. Vizark's always being kind of portrayed as a man of fewer, like you're, yeah, you're, you're Riddick from the Chronicles Riddick. He doesn't really say much. He's just there to defend you. He's your bodyguard. So. Yeah. Um, so we, we meet up with uh, Evren heads to Yandon. Uh, the craft world kind of ravaged by Tyranids. Um, and we meet up with a young uh, spirit seer who, was it Iyana? Uh Yes, I believe it was Ayana. Ayana, who, who's kind of uh, the last of her house on she, that craft it, world. Uh, last of her house, period, from what they understand. Because her craft world went missing before the fall. So her craft world was one of the originals to escape um, before the, the kind of the birth of Slanesh murdered that them was, all. That uh, was Zythura, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zythura was an amazing Jumanji ripoff. It uh, well, I think that was actually the name of the craft world. It was. Uh, it's one of the missing craft worlds. Uh, sure. If you're following, if you know Eldar, it is one of the missing craft worlds. Um, and so she's kind of like one of the last ones. Uh, what I really liked about this is the the turn of taint still kind of being in Ayandan, and kind of talking about specific areas that kind of it hurts to go in because of that psychic right because they're, those they're areas still building it and recovering the soul stones of fallen Eldar from those areas and that's basically her job as a uh she was um a, a what was it a death seer yeah oh uh, she she so she was had uh pledged herself to the nari right so she was still doing her stuff on um uh yandin but she was also kind of like she had kind of caused her lot in with uh Evren and she was kind of all for uh murdering her entire race to murder a god uh, mm. Which is still super metal. So she was she was a spirit seer. Sorry, um, Iyana. Yeah, yeah, was like a spirit seer responsible for kind of like but the wraith constructs and all that other kind of fun stuff uh, and reclaiming lost uh, spirit stones and and uh, souls, which basically fits perfectly into joining the Yunari um, and makes sense. So, um, um, one of the things I really enjoyed um, of this early part was some of the con- like the conversation with Eldred. Um, when they go into Eldred's room and it's just junky shit everywhere, <laughs> and she says it's like stuff full of relics and things, and and then he's like, "Oh, don't ignore this. It's all just." And then in like the the author puts down like he doesn't know what word to use, so he uses the human word stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just stuff. stuff. And I'm like, just seeing this Eldar dude be like, "Oh, stuff." <laughs> he's just a collector of things. Yeah. He's, uh, he you know. said it's like diplomatic presence, things to use in times of need. Be like, here, I give you this gift to you. Yep. Uh, like it really, and this book goes a long way to show that Eldrad is is not really paying attention to right now because he's paying attention to like a thousand years in the future. Yeah. Uh, to, to what's happening. Yeah. And this what's is already, going to happen. This already happened. Sure so happen. he really gives two shits about kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, he's like that crazy Uncle Hoarder that's uh, <laughs> just got uh, everything that he needs, you know. But he's looking to make sure that uh, his his inheritance goes to the right people. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. But so yeah, they meet uh, because uh, Iyana gets called to her craft world leaders, and they say, "Hey, you know, we've uh, Zy- if you want to look Zy-Sothrin. at it, uh, yeah. has has returned. They've been gone since uh, they they bolted apparently uh, at the time that uh, Slanesh was born and yeah. disappeared. Yep." Um, and, and then and went into uh, hiding. So the Yandam wants to go there. Um, they want to reestablish contact with them. 
And then uh, Evren wants to go there with the Inari because there is a, a portal there. The um, Death Gate, right? Yeah, Portal of Doom or the, something like that. Portal, like, the uh, Well of the Dead. Yeah, the Well of the Dead. The portal, portal leads to the Well of the Dead where it's rumored to be the fifth and final Crone Sword final, machine. Yep, the Crone Sword they need. Uh, so she wants to go there as well. So they kind of launch this joint operation uh, to go to this um, craft world uh, together. Now, I really enjoyed a lot of the characters that, that Gav has introduced us to at this point in time, and the names of which I can't really remember. There's um, there's a Harlequin, Harlequin troop leader, badass, um, and I meant to put notes down in my book, but I didn't. So um, the Millennium, the leader of her guard, yep. basically. I always read it as Millennial. I, I it, at him. it was really, yeah, it was really hard to read. Uh, Millennial has a second in command who is a former deacon. Uh, Millennial is a uh, Bell Tan craft role. Dream was the Harlequin, by the way. Dream Spear, who was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Autark, uh, former, the former deacon who was the second in command for the Autark, who is now leading the Yanari army. Mm-hmm. Um, his name I actually do have. Uh, well, because I made I actually made notes because I had to get it digitally. Uh, as Kahar, yep. um, was it just this very treacherous looking? Like he st- suspected everything. He'd thrown his lot in with Yanari, but he didn't trust anybody because he was Dark Eldar. Yeah, he's Dark Eldar, and he was constantly making quips and doing stuff just to annoy uh, the ever loving crap out of uh, Millennial. Like I, I really enjoyed. <laughs> How the Inari were portrayed in this book and like the way they interacted where it wasn't, yes, like there weren't all Mormons all of a sudden where, you know, yeah, yeah, we we're doing this. yeah, we're following the one true God. Follow Yay. our beliefs. Uh, they but, haven't intrinsically changed as people. Dark Eldar still have uh, Dark Eldar things that they are very suspicious. They they prefer to go fast and, and strike hard. Um, your aspect warriors of the Inari are, are still very disciplined and militaristic and kind of things like that there. Um, and that kind of causes some butting of heads sometimes. The Harlequins, uh, the from what we see, Harlequins, they don't really follow them. They just kind of tag along. Yeah, and, well, and I like the interaction with the Harlequins and everybody else because they continuously are poking fun at the Harlequins. The Harlequins are like, eh, I'd be offended, but you're right. Do, 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 and then skips away, you know. Yeah. Um, when we get to the craft world, um, it's small. Uh, no. It's, it's not that small. It's not that small, but it's the the, the ships they send out to meet the Nari fleet are pitiful. You know, it's kind yeah, of like they're old. You know, they're old. They're beat up. Um, and then when they land, they meet these kind of the the Eldari that were there. Asadari uh, was kind of the main main guy there. Um, and as soon as they started like the feast and the talking, I was reminded of uh, Kurt Russell and Guardians of the Galaxy too. When they're walking them through this magnificent craft world, and this can be all yours for the low, low price. So uh, we uh, we first get the fact that something's a little off because uh, they don't have an infinity circuit because they well, disappeared before the infinity circuit was invented. So instead, they have uh, the group mind, as they called it. The group mind, which we're going to talk about later, but in retrospect, makes it really obvious. Yes, it um, really does. And then. They're, they don't have bone singers, so a lot of the places aren't made of bone. They have flesh crafters. Who are, are very similar to uh, homun- the homunculi, the homunculi like, the dark elder, like, right? Like maybe like homunculi, like good guy homunculi. They're so, not crazy is the way right. he describes them. So, so the walls are made of flesh in some areas. Um, and it's, yeah. 
something seems a little off at this point. Uh, the the Eldar or the Inari, they can't really access the group mind. They're shut off. No, they, yeah, they're they're blocked out from it. It's kind of weird. A, it's, a mystery. And the only one who isn't is uh, it's like Yana. pushing on the bouncy house from the outside. <laughs> you want in, but you can't. You can't get in. You know, people are inside having a good time in the group mind, but you know. But Iana kind of starts to be let in a little bit. Well, so Iana is the last of her house, uh, of this ruling house on uh, Alatok, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason uh, that they... Iandan. Uh, s- Iandan, right. So the reason they send her instead of anybody else is because her house has family members that were on this craft world, and they've discovered that they're still... They believe them to still be there. So she is the linking tie, and they're sending her to try to hopefully mend this, um, you know, and have them become allies together. So they figure by bring them back into the craft world fold. It's, you know, they're, um, they're, they're offering this bait of, hey, look, she's of your family, you know, come on in and, and have a good time. Join us. And, and so they, the, the craft world, um, that they're going to meet sends out her relative and uh, you can't see it, but I'm going to do air quotes, her relative who, uh, scythe, uh, fifth, scythe, fifth cousin twice removed. Right. Um, who looks very similar to her father. Um, so she is immediately just kind of entranced and, and they meet and then they, they let everybody from the Yunari ships onto the craft world, except for all of the constructs, uh, the, the, wraith knights, the, wraith yeah, lords, all of the wraith, wraith sides. They they say no, we don't we don't want them. Which because like because uh, it's an affront to the dead, right? Because they don't know of soul stones. No, all this other so they don't stuff. Yeah, so they're asking about all these questions about soul stones, which then raises the question from the the Inari and the Yandan thing as well. What the fuck happens? You guys just get eaten by Slanesh when you die. And this is when we kind of learn what the group mind is, is when uh, one of the this kind of craft world dies, their spirit joins one group mind, which is the soul of the entire craft world. Yeah, the powers, the engine does everything. It keeps yeah. it. so it's basically the craft world is their giant soul stone that they've all, you know. But at this point, I'm like, of. okay, so your, your ship's made of flesh and it's got a giant soul. And like in my head, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to end well. There's a... Uh, See, in, in my head, I was like, well, cool. They're, uh, they're demons. Demons on the thing. They, they so discuss- I did sing demons for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, and demons. We're just going to keep saying uh, bad guys. Um, we're, you see on the outside of the ship that uh, he does a very good de- job of describing the ship. Looks like it has just, it's been beat up badly. Beat shit. Many times, like it's fought off many. Because um, they, they were in the deep, deep dark of the, the maw, if you will. And the, the just hiding and so they were continuously besieged and they fought stuff off. You see all this battle damage on the ship. There's a giant hole in the ship where they, it looks like they basically just something nuked them, like a big, uh, in the center of their courtyard area of the living spaces, uh, kind of like a big, oh, um, like a bomb went off and just kind of left that pitted hole right there, if you will. And, you know, it kind of gets explained later as to why that happened. Um but the, you know, Gav has done a great job telling this story so far. Um, mind you, it was it was hard to read through. Okay. So like but, I said, the first 200 pages were, were hard. Um, I think knowing 
going in that you have a lot of world building and a lot of setup going in then it, like i said i think we just coming off of the high uh vaults of terror we we're like oh it's gonna be the same thing but with the nari um and I this mean, wasn't the, the, like i said this had a lot to do uh, like being the first main inari book coming out it, it yeah, had a hell of it, a lot to do to set the stage well and and he has so as, as the guy that actually like basically created the uh uh you need god you know 15 years ago or whatnot it, it he's basically and he loves eldar so much he's got all of this eldar idea he had to get it in there for you to understand i mean if, if he hadn't done this world building it would have been a hundred page book you know which would have been okay, but weird <laughs> to start, you know, at the, uh, yeah. the twist be like, here's the twist, go for it. Um, so, you know, and then they, so they get to the craft world and they're meeting there and Iyan and, um, Iyana is like separated, um, and goes with Saeed off to, um, experience stuff. And they take her to, he takes her to this area and she feels evil and, he goes, oh, sorry, and turns the boat around. In the meantime... Yeah, sorry, not that way. Whoops. My bad. Uh, in the meantime, the cat... The Grinks. The Grinks. Evren's Grinks. Is hiding on the boat because it was warm there and just went for a ride. You know, like cats do. I think one of my favorite passages in this book is the page and a half that is told from the cat's perspective, including, like, very, like, good thoughts. It good... He, it, good thoughts until he realizes that he's being hunted you know and and, and then start takes off at a run because he's a predator and doesn't like being hunted i, I thought that was kind of a, a very it's like gab thorpe lived a cat's life on him uh, at some point the cat's falling asleep on his keyboard yeah 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 uh but yeah so so the cat kind of goes around and then gets attacked and 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 then boom, boom, goes and, missing and then that's it you're like what that's the page ends okay and then it cuts back to the diplomatic scene that's happening uh, where Yervain uh, and the Autark, uh, or the Vizark, and um, and all of the people are sitting there, and they're negotiating terms to visit this well of the dead, like you would, very diplomatically. Um, and then finally the, the guy says, well, I can take you to see it, because Yervain basically says, I don't necessarily believe you have it anymore. Uh, yeah. We're after the crone swords. And he's like, oh, you're only after the crone swords? Okay, I'll take you to see it. So they split the party again, which, as everybody knows, so you don't do. If anyone's seen any movies, um, all, at this point, all of the main characters have left the group and have split off into two. Um, you have Iana, who's kind of going on her joyride with uh, Ego, the Living Planet, family, across the craft world. Family reunion, yep. Um, and then you have Ivrin and uh, the, the Vizark, who have gone after on another side to kind of find with, the gate. Yeah, with a bunch of the Vizarks, uh, with the Vizark's bodyguard, and um, and then also the, the Harlequins nope. have disappeared. Yeah, the Harlequins have disappeared, yep, because they are not truly in our, they're just there for shits and giggles, Yep, literally. I, and then the rest of everybody goes back to this base that they've created for him. Um, yeah. They said, you can stay here. And the uh, millennial and um, the other person are like, we don't, we're not, we're going with you. And this, ah, we'll nah, be fine. You're good. Yeah. We'll be fine. And so they go back to manage the troops, basically. So splitting the party, always a good idea. Oh, man. Yeah. First rule in D&D, always split your party. Always split the party. Take your mage <laughs> and your best warrior. Send them away from you. Send them away. So, yeah, and so they split off to do their thing. Iyanin is experiencing, um, she's being taught to, talked to by her uncle. No, we'll, call him, we'll call yeah. him uncle, kind of, well, it, by her uncle. 
and about the group mind and how she can join the group mind and how everybody should, you know, just join the group mind and call it a day. And she gets, starts to experience stuff and, <coughs> excuse me, uh, your vein gets, uh, your vein's cat is getting fucked up. Yeah. Um, and your vein is down there uh, at the gate talking to uh, this per- this perfunctionary guy who is kind of a, a leader-ish and saying, hey, you know, can we work this? And the, the perfunctionary says, oh, well, uh, we, we have to run some tests on it. We don't even know if it works first. And at that point, I kind of went, how do you not know <laughs> that your shit works or not? Yeah. You know? You've been away for yeah. over 10,000 years. You've been You're... living on this for a while. I'm sure one of you guys has been like, I'm going to go tinker with the gate. Yeah. I'm going to check to make sure the gate's working, you know. And then they're calling IT. Hey, the gate's not working. Did you try turning it off and on again? I don't know how to turn it on. <laughs> That's the problem. It's not turning on. All right. I'll send Moss up. Uh, so, and and then you get the other third part of this um, perfunction, uh, kind of like councilman group thing. So you have the, the uncle who is one. You have the group, the guy that's with uh, your brain in the autark. And mm-hmm. then you have the other guy who Bizarre. shows up. Uh, Vizark, sorry. Uh, the Autark is uh, millennial. It yeah. was an Autark. Um, he heads over to the encampment with some troops and says, hey, you know, we've had some trouble with demonic incursions. So we're just going to we want you guys to be safe. You know, it'd be bad on us if we let you get effed up while you're here on our craft world. So, you know, we've got it contained and, and we don't have to worry about it. But I'm going to put all of these guys here and all these weapon platforms and everything else around you. And that was, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, that was, and at that point, the, uh, the suspecting, um, uh, as the, the dark, Deacon, Eldar. Yeah, the dark yeah. Eldar says, Hey, so this is a fucking trap. <laughs> and all the craft world out are like, that's fine. And, and you know, millennials like, you know, I've, usually trust your judgment go ahead and send x out and they do they they hide while while these guys are setting everything up they they hide all of their jet bikes and the falcon grab tanks this is this is for your protection that we're putting all of these giant guns pointing at you right well they were pointing away at first so uh so yeah there you go uh that's what's that's what's going on and i don't feel like we can actually reveal this twist without completely ruining the book because i mean okay so i'm gonna give everyone 15 seconds to stop listening um and then i will spoil this entire book um literally like the thing that made me go eh, it's, it's okay i mean it's good to learn about elder culture to oh my god this is fucking amazing yeah so uh just 15 seconds of dead air or i mean you like five seconds yeah, five, seconds, good. Is fine. Yeah, five yeah. seconds is fine so you've, you've had time to turn it off now yeah um okay so uh the uh, Yana is is with her uncle, father, brother. Right. Uh, they go to the center of the craft world. All of the walls are flesh. They're described as being throbbing from the veins behind it. From yeah. these flesh crafters, kind of repairing the craft world. And they go to the throne of the Avatar, Kane's Avatar, of this uh, craft world. Um, it's described in the center of the hall was a far smaller chamber ringed with fronds of dark red flesh, lying with consecutive rows of barbs. Reminding her of a shark's mouth. Tendons extended from the masses, connected to a bronze and iron frame, wrought about a cylindrical skeleton of wraithbone, the throne room of the Avatar. Um, and then all kinds of fun stuff happens. Um, and then it turns out the Avatar is actually uh, an Avatar slash Gene Stealer patriarch, which is the most fucking metal thing. So. 
you know, in our last book, we were like, oh, it's Gene Steelers, it's Gene Steelers, it's Gene Steelers. Oh, fuck, it's not Gene Steelers. This one, I'm like, it's yeah. chaos, it's chaos, it's, it's chaos. chaos, it's chaos. Oh, oh fuck, it's fucking Gene Steelers. <laughs> I, I, I messaged you when I got to that part because yeah. you said get there, and I, I was like, ugh. Because, yeah, we were so, all like, none of us fuck. were expecting like a completely political like world-setting thing. So we're like, oh, God. God, oh, God. it's all political. It's this all is, politics. It's all like, talking. Uh, and then, then you got, and I'm like, just get to page 200, guys. Except that I was reading it on my mobile device, with the, so the page wasn't yeah, quite right. So I was, like, I was like, I don't know what 200 is. And I'm counting down at this point to 200, by the way. I passed 200 before I got to that. So I was pretty pissed at you at 200. I was like, no. But when it revealed to be, and, and so she's not aware of it being a gene stealer because at this point she has touched the father uncle brother's hand and, so and joined the group to drink mind. that kool-aid she's she hasn't drunk the kool-aid yet but she's entering the arena where the kool-aid is and ready to she's thinking about doing it and you know like she can be with her family and they're saying all the right stuff like gene stealers do and cut away to uh you know the next scene where uh the Harlequin uh, Dream Singer, right? Yeah, the 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 Bone Singer. Well, no, the Dream Spirit's dream, here. No, 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 no. The, the, the oh, Harlequin, the, the, yeah, Dream Spirit, Dream Spirit. Dream, yeah, he Dream Spirit shows up at the gate where Yvrain the Auto, or the Vizark and the Incubi bodyguard are, and goes, "Hey, I found your cat. I've saved it." Um, and then it and then it cuts back to the scene where he saves the cat. And then takes off running and explains exactly what's going on with gene stealers. And people go, what? I was like, what? Yeah. Because when the cat gets attacked, you're talking about tendrils and all sorts of stuff. And I'm thinking, well, tendrils, that's uh, smoky tendrils choking the life out of the cat and clawing at it. That sounds like demons to me. So I still don't know exactly so how it was. Uh, Zasthura was no different in the respect for in the core of the craft world, Satacreation, not of mortal origins. The creature inside the inner sanctum sat upon the bronze throne of Kalamensh Khan, or Kane, brooding and majestic like the avatars of Kane across the galaxy. It was forged of immortal dark iron and bright flame, but in Zasthura's, its body was also grown from the natural flesh of the craft world's body. Its face was elongated, steel teeth-like daggers beneath a brow ridge with nodules of iron bone. Eyes of burning embers regarded Diana, like perfect black diamonds lit with a spark in their center. Its smoke-wreathed body was heavily ribbed, a hard carapace of bronze that shimmered as though still molten, armored over flesh that pulsed. I want this fucking model. <laughs> well, you can add that to Ted's list of things to make for Like, him. okay, part patriarch, part avatar. Yeah. And, and, and they go on till I was like, it's, it's it really, the, it's a lot of confusion in the creature because it's part demigod, part... Uh, alien parasite yeah i i don't know how the gene stealers infected this craft world i mean obviously you know a hulk crashed into them and, and everything tore into it and they that's basically how it works but i i'm with you the the descriptive nature of that you know i i was only picturing that old metal avatar worked onto the old metal patriarch model from uh the 90s that that they had you know yeah. just kind of just this this big massive thing with the sword and I was like picturing something in between, like the Avatar and the Grotesque from the Dark Eldar range. Mm. You know, like cause yeah. it says all the flesh. So there's flesh on this thing, and it's like uh, so it's gonna be charred and burned, and yeah, it's just the Patriarch is uh, the Avatar of Cain. Yeah, um, 
And then I think was was the Avatar of Kane. They give something away in the chapter earlier where like, you know, like uh one of the 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 bad craft world, like a third arm appears from a rope with a gun or something like that. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> the, <laughs> well, and you know, you're thinking about the flesh crafters and whatnot, it kinda made sense a little bit to some degree. And um, and you can see now why the group or the group mind worked. Um and why they didn't fall to uh, Slanesh when they died was Shadows of the Warp. Um, yeah. When Tyrians are around, they're essentially immune to um, to, to that psychic shit. Yep. Um, so, like, Shadows of the Warp is protecting their souls. And, like, I look back and I look at the descriptions. It's a flesh ship, a living ship with a soul. Oh, fuck, it's Tyranids. Yep. It's a group mind. Oh, fuck, it's Tyranids. It's, it's Tyranids. Yeah. And it... it Fantastic twist because I, I yeah, wasn't seeing it. Really, I, I didn't it see was. coming. Uh, I was expecting demons, um, especially because yeah. the first big battle in the book is demons. Um, right. They're given. <laughs> so the thing I liked about the big battle in the very beginning of the book, when they talk about the portal on one side, was Aramon was fighting for the Black Library, um, the Eldar's Black Library place, trying to access it. And that's where the portal was that they had accessed uh, Mortarian's castle from. And when they showed up, Aramon was like, you know, I'm good. I'm going to go. Uh, I've been called away to do something else. Uh, but you guys go ahead and keep trying to get into that black library for yeah, me. Yeah, should just go real goodbye. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a god. Never mind. I'm out. So, uh, but yeah, back to the thing. So the shit hits the fan. Uh, Yervain and the Vizark and the Ink by Bodyguard attack the people that are down there. And then they get swarmed oh. by real fucking gene stealers the best thing so what happens then was uh dream spear shows up and they're like oh yo what up harlequin where the fuck are you being it's like oh nowhere saved your cat by the way oh by the way this place is full of gene stealers yeah you're like wait what yeah and then and that, that was when the third arm and then a third arm comes out he's like what you spoiled it and the third arm comes out from the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the patriarch or the um uh magus guy that was there guiding him and is like holding a last pistol like well you ruined everything now you have to die and, and he's like, I was like, what? Well, in my thoughts, I was like, that guy's by himself. He's fucked. Oh That's yeah, <laughs> that guy. You're you're gonna die. And then uh, the uh, and Dream Singer says, by the way, there's like uh, tons of pure strange gene stealers coming up right behind me. So get ready, it's fight time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they they fight. They fight gene stealers. I love the descriptions of all these fights. Again. The goal here is to get um, Iana, the last surviving member of their house, untainted, to drink the blood of the patriarch so that she too will be infected with the gene stealer and she'll be able to make future generations of gene stealer babies and keep this weird that ass hot brood hive porn thing coming. Right. Um, a really good part is uh, like she's like being touched by the, the the group mind so she's like super like almost doing it like she touches the chalice with his blood to her, her her lips um she is like about to do that like drink it she like puts it up so it touches like the blood touches her lip um and then like it, it, they did a really good job in this book i didn't talk about enough of describing the the psychic realm as opposed to the physical realm and then she kind of pushes away all the psychic tendrils and essentially throws the cup to the ground and she's like, no, because they're like, oh, yeah, come join your family. We're all family. Yeah, come yeah. meet your father. And then she sees, like, images of her father and sister and everything everywhere. And then she just throws a cup to and she's like, my family are dead. Yep. And then uh, she gets super real. Uh, the descriptions for the battles. Um, I really love well every death for the um, the bad guys or the Zithurians. 
uh, made the hive mind weaker, or sorry, the group mind weaker. Whereas every death of the Nari made them stronger, and it really showed strength from death in a really great way. Yeah, it was a great depiction of it. I I liked it a lot, and the the fact that they were uh, the the force, the army that was left behind at the encampment when the alarm goes up and they just start shooting guys. You know, the bad guy, uh, the Gene Steeler Eldar, start shooting guys, um, raises the flag, and they you know they fight and they fight, and he's like, hey, now's a good time to bring in that dagger to stab uh, stab our guys in the back. So these you know. They come roaring in with their uh, jet bikes and their Falcon grab tanks, and they're they're making uh, they're fighting stuff off, but they're kind of losing because they're outnumbered. Even though strength and death, they get stronger. They get going. They jump on the the Dark Eldar raiders that they had with them, and they take off. You know, everybody yeah. that's left, they're like, "Uh, oh, we're out of here. <laughs> get fucked." But <laughs> so they get on that. And they're they're like uh, they're going and uh, and as Kieran, and this is this is one of my fa- uh, my my favorite lines in the book which is why i highlighted it was something i've never done in any of these was uh the the dark eldar says uh this is all well for now uh beside me on the deck of the raider but uh we cannot flee indefinitely at some point we're going to run out of dome and uh the autark millennial says uh sometimes it's not important where you're running to only what you're running from adapt that is the greatest lesson i've learned from the inari death waits for us all it's not too wise to plan ahead it's just like it doesn't matter where you're running too it just uh, matters what you're running from so let's let's go <laughs> let's get out of here so they just take off and they're just cruising around on the raiders uh firing shots back at these crappy grab vehicles that are really old kind of i in my head i, I had pictured them as like that episode one uh droid deployer uh <laughs> slow hover tank thing just kind of uh, but uh yeah so they they bounce and they're i i enjoyed um the 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 depiction of oh, it was the you know the Lord of the Rings uh, where Gandalf goes to see the the King of Rohan and they're like you let him in here with this stuff what it was when uh, Iana like uh, made the spear appear from nowhere and they're like what oh yeah he's, he's like well you came in you don't even have your spear and she's she's like <laughs> fuck you let's do uh, this the spear is a representation of my anger. <laughs> which I always have with me. Wham, spear. Oh, man. Watch some Avengers before he wrote that bit. You know, I'm always angry. Um, <laughs> That's my secret. I'm a spirit seer. The, another great description was talking about the Patriotar moving uh, or the Aviarch. I haven't decided. Yeah, like he wasn't, he wasn't used to his yeah. body. It, it the, didn't fit him. It screeched in its own bloodlust as the Patriarch hauled its bulk from the iron chair, hampered by its unnatural hybrid form. Neither demigod God nor alien broodfather, the Patriarch was not comfortable in its own body and slashed a clumsy blow. Uh, and again, it's just, it shouldn't, this shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. How do you awaken an avatar? Uh, you kill someone and their blood gets in there. Yep. The fuck did the, the gene sealer like have sex with a dude and killed him just as he impregnated and died and put into the it's it's i mean on, it's super cool so i'm not gonna ask too deep into that yeah, question it's, but it's a really it's a really cool uh description of a bad guy and, and but at the same token it makes sense that he would not be able to or she you know could be either way uh would not actually be able to utilize the demigod's powers even yeah. though it, it resembled it you know so uh, uh, here we go. Here it says, for each loss, the Zasurians, the group mind was diminished. For every Inari death, 
dot, dot, dot. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> I know what dot, dot, dot means. Um, so, yeah, we have our fight on three fronts. We mm-hmm. have kind of our group of no-name characters and red shirts fighting against the majority of the army in the back. Uh, we have Evrin, a bunch of Incubi, and the uh, Vice Arc fighting against a bunch of pure strange gene stealers. And you have uh, I- Iyana uh, fighting against... Uh, a a uh, young spirit seer by herself against a patriarch. Yeah. And, and Avatarch and a... Ooh, nice. Yeah, Avatarch, good word. Avatarch. Um, or and a bunch of like younger generations all at the same time. And it's described... Has all of this death happening and soul swirling. Um, and they're like, not enough to summon uh, the Avatar of Anid yet. Uh, but then more people die and more people die. And then uh, Ivrin kills herself to make the Avatar of Anid come through. Um, and, and she summons it beside Iyana here. It's described as, you know... A scream wrench realizes every fiber singing with razor pain as the manifesting entity passed through her. So it's almost like, you know, she's like the the avatar's coming out of her and just and just the idea that it's causing so much pain is amazing. I, I just figured, you know, a lot of people died. He's like, Oh, souls, right, I'm gonna wake up now. <laughs> but no, it's like it's agony to get this guy out. And I'm like, Man, that's your savior from being eaten is being fucking murdered for, for that. Um and they describe it as uh they had Yana act as a conduit. To release the avatar of Nid into the group mind, into the psychic kind of veins of the craft yeah. world. Because well, she's there with the patriarch, like she, um, she uh, kills the patriarch, the the uh, the avatar. Um, uh, no, the the avatar kills the patriarch. Uh, well, I thought that uh, oh, I might have missed that then, because I I thought that she she uh, stabbed through him with the the spear. She might have, which was which was what caused the uh, the uh, the weakening yeah. of the mind enough that the avatar oh, yeah, get yeah. released. He, he did into... the final blow. Yeah. Um, but what I've learned from this book and Gathering Storm is: do not summon uh, Avatar Vanid on a craft world. Oh, yeah, um, that sounds like a bad idea. That's a very bad idea because he went through the infinity and shit started breaking up and exploding and uh, and going everywhere. And the yeah, like essentially. Every gene stealer died um, when the time when the avatar came. The avatar was goddamn unstoppable and murdered everyone. And then, uh, what they talk about is after the battle. <laughs> after the battle, Ivrin walks around and just starts bringing people back to life. Like she brings herself back to life because you know it is not done with her yet. People that aren't completely dead, but only mostly dead. Yeah, she brings them back to life. People yeah. are just very recently dead. <laughs> she bring, mir- brings them back to she life. She miracle maxed them. She's like, you're not going to be useful for like another six hours. Don't try to raid any castles. I mean, what I thought was interesting as well was it was described that Ivrin in some way controls the actions of the Avatar, and almost become like a, like a Bruce Banner Incredible Hulk kind of thing. And she had to pull herself back before she like kind of got destroyed completely by it. Right. Um. Yeah, and that's again, that's that 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 that's how that craft world kind of ends. And I thought that was the end of the book. I thought that was the end of the book too, but no, <laughs> because we both forgot about the portal. <laughs> the whole goddamn reason they're but there. The whole reason we're there. Well, in my head, I was like, well, the group mind is dead. They can't activate the portal, except that they can because they've got killed all enough people, of, all, enough souls for the to access the well of the dead, the yeah. gate of malice. So they, um, yeah, and what I really liked, it said, uh, it, uh, Vrin said it fed on their deaths. And the Vizark is like, death holds no lure for Cain, only the taking of life. 
Okay, yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's that's the same thing, but no, I really like that. Yeah. So the 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 gates activated for all of this taking of life going on uh, around them. Very corn, by the way. Mm. Um. And they go through the portal, um, to the first Eldar world. Yep. Well, the uh, the world of the Eldar father, the graveside of it, the well of yeah. the dead. They, uh Um, and it was oh man. And this is when uh, the sig- the sigil of uh, Eldanesh, the first father of the Eldari. And this is when shit hits the fan more because we have a bunch of Inari through the gate now. And um, <laughs> uh, a giant avatar, I would like to assume would be a Forge World avatar. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, kind of takes over all of the aspect warriors and makes would- them attack all of the other... Everything. Uh, they just everybody's just attacking. So the vice everybody attacks Avrin. Um, the striking scorpions start attacking everyone else, and it's kind of just chaos and murder. There was there was a part at the start of the book that says Cain uh, cares not from where the blood flows, pretty much. And I'm like, oh yeah, your gods are pretty much just the chaos gods it's, just uh, with different names. It's like corn put on a fancy mustache. Yeah, and when I'm like, I'm Cain today. <laughs> it's uh, the fight scene to me was uh, similar to. Um, the uh, the king the first kings when when uh, they activate the cell phones and everybody just starts beating the oh, yeah. shit out of each other yeah except for millennial yeah who goes I'm gonna I'm gonna resist uh, and starts trying to resist and then takes on the avatar himself because he's a badass yeah and a little millennial uh, wins he's called a war shard which Jesus Christ Forge World please give me rules so I have a reason to take your 18 foot tall avatar oh. The, the war shard was yeah. as a competitive player. I'm not going to take one that's four times the size. <laughs> um, but as a fluff player, four times the size. Would oh yeah, be awesome. it's a beautiful model. Mm-hmm. I have it, and I just oh. I might just add skin to it now. Um, but yeah, there's a very good kind of fight scene between the 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 Vizark and uh, Ivrin. Uh, I love the way it talks about how uh, because the Vizark trained Ivrin pretty much. Yeah. Um, he knows everything, so whenever she does something, he changes his stance really subtly and encounters everything immediately. And he is whipping the Everling shit oh, out yeah. of her. And she knows she's going to die. Uh, the So, yeah, you've got that fight happening, and then uh, Millennial takes on the Avatar, challenges yeah, the him. War shard challenges the War him. Shard. And the War Shard just starts charging him, and the footfalls are just thundering, and he's... He, uh, Millennial realizes that his legs broke, so he's like, I'm fucked. And so, he, like, he took damage while making his way over to fight the Elda, fight the Avatar, and is like, my legs broke, fuck, takes, takes down to a knee and gets his spear ready and is, like, analyzing the Avatar and, like, the points of weakness and where he can strike and he's getting ready to strike. And one of the Wraith Constructs just goes barreling right by him, like, fuck the Avatar, punch. We never talked about the Wraith Construct. It's we a did wraith, not. It's a he's, Wraith Knight. He was awesome. He was very... He was kind of a dick actually he was a huge dick he was uh he's like the um well i guess the best way he's yannon's companion kind of and he uh she refers to him as uh um the three named god the cain avatar many times like that he was an avatar and this after he died got put into this so he or an you know some Mm -hmm. something along those lines he's he's a trained warrior and he's not feeling the effects of uh, the War Shard's rage spell, effectively, um, and takes him on to try to defeat him. And defeat him he does. 
back. Very surprising with with help, but he yeah. gets defeated. I mean, he's well, he gets. And it's a very good description of a fight between an, um, you know, that, an, an immortal dude. demigod yeah, and, and a guy a that dude uh, with years of training, guy who has no chance of winning, but is gonna is doing it anyway because if without it, if all all's lost. You know, you just do what you got to do, and the the demigod is carving him up and smashing him and finally beats him down and that's when Iana steps in and throws her magical super spear and hits him right in the back of the neck yep and strike two for the spear and then we cut back to the Atar or the Vizark and um Uraine, and she says fuck it and kills herself summoning the uh the avatar, the avatar again yeah uh, who then finishes off the Avatar of Cain again? Um, the War Shard, yeah, um, and then just kind of disappears after that. I guess I'm not yeah, really all sure. Souls are gone. He goes, "Oh well, she's dying," and the Avatar comes over and kind of grabs her, and like tendrils are stretching out from him to her as she's floating and whatever they're doing, and his power flows back into her, and it's basically like you're not dead, you're not, you're not done yet. No, keep going. I'm not finished with you. Yeah. Um. He, he, you have more to do for me. So post battle, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry. Oh sorry, I attacked you. Oh god, that's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry." Um, but then like that's fine, and they walk up to the tomb. And some people don't want to go; they think it's sacrilegious. They should leave it alone, right? But they need this fifth crone sword so they can genocide their entire race to kill a god. Um, and they get there, and there's no sword. And it's like, oh, womp, 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 womp. I was no sad. Sword. I really wanted there to be a sword after all the shit that they went through. Yeah. Uh, but instead, all they found was the heart of Elden Ash. Yeah. Just the heart of their father. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, which Millennial grabs. And then as he grabs it, he is transformed into another Warshard avatar. Yeah. I was like, there's not enough pages left for this to go uh, sideways again. So, so it's probably going to be pretty happy. There's yeah. only like, you know, 20 pages. Um, and, and then, yeah, he he kind of says, I'm going to hang out here. Make sure this place stays safe. Oh, but, you know, I'm all cool with you now. I'm not going to try and murder you, even though you know because you murdered me before. He's yeah, he's he's uh, he's millennials in control of it, effectively. Yep. But he's just going to stay there as the war shard from now on. Yeah, by himself, um, lonely. Which I like because it means there's a possibility I can have a uh, uh, an avatar of Cain in a in a Genesis army. No, an <laughs> Ari army. Uh, um, Gabthorpe said it was true. It's in one of his books, so it's canon now. Um, <laughs> Please, GW, you have to make rules now. Um, but yeah, that was that was the book. Um, I feel it needed the the gene stealer twist in there. Yeah, it, if really... it had just been demons, it probably I probably would have been sad. Yeah, because I, mean, I was looking forward to this book because Gavthorpe is one of my favorite authors of all time. Very good with and Eldar, I, and... and he loves the Eldar. So I knew he knew this stuff. And what he did is he took us on a journey, telling us, explaining uh, his vision of the Eldar, which is great. But the problem is we, we needed to know how Inari culture works. Yeah, we really did. And I, uh, we needed to know how Inari enacted or interacted with other craft worlds. Yeah. And we had a little bit of it in in Gathering Storm. But, but not really. Not enough know. to kind of make this work. Yeah. Um, the I like the parallels it drew for how the Inari were treated by the Eldar to how the Zithorians were treated by the Inari. You know, like there was kind of the similar things. They're like, oh yeah, we do things differently. We think this, you know? So yeah. um, I feel if it wasn't Inari involved or the Inari never met, the Eldar would have gone in guns fucking blazing. Like, what do you mean there's no soul stones? Let's get you guys fucking out of here. Yeah. Um, but because of the Inari, it kind of changed how they how they did there. Um, I thought of Rin 
uh, was pretty good. She didn't really have as many standout moments as I thought she would in the book. Um, it really was about Iyana and, and her journey and kind of her family and kind of closure with her house. And the Vice Arc well, was a very good character in this here. Really well. We was. learned a lot more about him and his motivations and kind of his thoughts on things. Uh, we learned he really he doesn't bullshit a lot. He's just very straightforward. Like, this is how it is. Um, which I have enough silent champions in my fantasy. So I, I kind of like a little bit of development for them there. Um, yeah, because up, up until this, basically, that's all he was, was just this silent bodyguard that, you know, existed. And that's who led Incubi. Great. Yeah. Woo. But the book really captured how the Nari play on the table. Um, it showed off specific... I mean, that's a goal of a Black I, Library book. It's just to buy models. Yeah. And, you know, it really displayed well. It, it flows really well with how Nari are and how Nari play. And they didn't... They weren't soul-bursting all the time either. They were just uh, waiting for the right time to because soul-burst like once per turn. Because the amount of souls they needed. Know? Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, it's narratively... That, that's how it's supposed to be. So... Um, but, yeah, like I said... If it, I feel like I said it. I guess I, I went in. I need to stop going into books and not doing any research first, because like I'm, I'm like going in blind. I feel is is thing is like I said it's it's good, um, but I was expecting like Independence Day, not a you know like a, a very thoughtful kind of like deconstruction of modern elder society. Yeah, it you know, and I basically suggested this book not because i have any particular love of the eldar and i definitely don't have any love of the soul bursting yanari but uh i went in with a love of gav you know i i wanted to read it because i've always enjoyed gav's stories and gav's books so you know for me when i got started reading i was like no this isn't anything like i thought it was going to be and if you hadn't basically said just get to page 200 i wouldn't have muddled through it so you know i it, it was great, and I recommend the book, especially. I do if you recommend the book. Realize that it is there. That the purpose of this book is to set the stage for how the Inari are, or how they um, their motives and their actions in the new forty k with the Great Rift. Yeah, and to also establish the next uh, book and further book because this is supposed to be a series uh, detailing and explaining the freeing of you know. Uh, this god of of you need and you know raising her from the dead and everything else similar so, to kind of his path books for the eldar and then the yeah. dark eldar ones as well um and yeah it's it's like i said it, it's good i, I it, do enjoy it i did enjoy it like i said there were times when it was it, it was just dinners and, and trade route conversations and, yeah, and things like that and political intrigue and you know, it, it just kind of it, it it drug on a little bit, but it was worth it. The payoff at the end was worth it. Oh, for like, sure. It was like working that 40 hour week where you also have to work 40 hours of overtime. Uh, you know, it sucks during that time period. But once you get to that payday. Oh, man. Man, is that sweet. That's, you know, I mean, I don't think it was quite an 80 hour work week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, to, to put it in a, into a description, it, it was worth it. The payoff was worth it. It allowed me to buy my Warlord Titan at the end. You know, I'm good. Um just need my uh, my avatar of Kane patriarch model, and I'm good. Oh, please, please, people more skilled than me make that. Yeah, but I'm more skilled than me because I I can't work with resin. If it was if I could find all all plastics of that stuff, I could uh, I could probably make that happen. But I don't know that they're plastics anymore. I think they're all either metal or resin from Forge World, aren't they? Everything good. Yeah, everything good is resin. 
Yeah, uh, that, that's uh, Forge World's uh, logo at uh, the bottom of their website now. Everything good is resin. Trademark uh, mob rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so so that was uh, the first Rise of the Inari book, uh, Ghost Warrior. I'm excited to see where they go. Yana is now a main character. Uh, Millennials hiding around as an av- uh, avatar. And then, yeah, we still have our, our main duo of Ivrin and um, the uh, the Vizark. And the cat. The Grinks. And the Grinks. Uh, I, you know what? I, I, as I As we've been reading these books, I've found myself more and more wanting to make these characters out of, oh, yeah. out of models. Like, yeah. she's she's a spirit seer, so it wouldn't be that hard to model a spirit seer with a sore or a spear. I would just and do the uh, Bone Singer, like that limited edition. Well, it's one too late now. Yeah. Well, I have one. <laughs> Wink. La-di-da. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, like, minor characters. Every time we read a book, the minor characters are the ones that I, I want to make oh, yeah. a model and, and put into an army. And then I think about it and go, Eldar aren't, aren't competitive in 8th yet? <laughs> no. Well, Eldar are pretty good. Remember, 8th is all um, rock, paper, scissors. When you have really good built lists and well, you have really equal players, it's rock, I don't, paper, scissors. Uh, I don't make really good built lists. I run all Primaris, <laughs> which I believe, as we've established, is the best army ever. So oh, yeah. It's, I've never lost to an army that wasn't better than mine. Oh, I can I can lose to you pretty hard. I bet. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it. That's uh, it. It's on Black Library as an ebook, sixteen dollars. It's also uh, on iBooks. Should um, paperback in March. Paperback. If, if you want to wait for it's it. March right now is a hardback for twenty seven dollars. These hardbacks are killing me. Uh, good. I I couldn't find it in hardback. I messaged you guys on that. Yeah. I said I I wanted to read. I it do enjoy were... the ebook though, being able to highlight as I go because uh, then I have a section where. Wait, I but you have it on an iPod and uh, I have iPad. it on an I, I I do. You have it on an iPad and I have it on an iPhone, so it was very difficult uh, for me to read. I bought myself an Apple Watch this week. I think I might try and see if I can read the Apple Watch version, which would be like 27,000 pages. <laughs> uh, go ahead and message me when you're done with that. That'll be uh, fantastic. So, And I'll use my voice to message you through my new Apple Watch. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, that was we'll, it. We're going to take a quick break. When you come back, wrap things up. Yep. So that yeah. anybody that uh, stopped listening can start listening again. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea, stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits, as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. And we're back. Woo! Woo. All right, so... I mean, that was a tough... I mean, we could do would, fake spoilers now. Like, things that, you know, that weren't... So, that demons. Happen. It was demons from start to finish. It was, um, yeah, it was a zinch. Yeah. It was a zinch... Um, Bloodthirster. It was, it was a, a combo. Zinch. It was a combo. <laughs> zinch Bloodthirster. Blood um, um, it was a giant red demon with tiny, tiny rainbow wings. Yeah. Um, it was uh, uh, Dark Angels showed up, and uh, <laughs> the, the hive mind was Luther. Yeah, it, it turns out it was uh, the Fallen the whole time. Yeah, bastards with Cipher, uh, uh, Emperor. It was the hive mind was the Emperor, and they all uh, went to the Emperor. They need to just mind. let the Emperor die. Yeah, the rest of the way, full on die, so he can be reborn as his perpetual self. But that's another topic for another day. That is um, real um, quick before we go. I do have uh, I googled forty k questions, um, and I want you to answer some questions for me. All right, what do you got? Um, is there any evidence that 40K lifted these races from Star Trek? From Star Trek? Mm-hmm. Possibly, but, in, uh, you know, everything is lifted from everything else. Ideas have been around for a long time. You can find uh, inspiration in, in just about anything. I mean, orcs and goblins and, and elves, that's all Tolkien, effectively. But hey, um, 
But if you have some sources you'd like to cite for me, that would be fantastic. How do secret chapters like the Grey Knights and the Karkar... Uh, Space, Space Sharks? sharks uh, get tech marines? Well... Do they the, get, like, iron-on on. patches for, like, ultramarine logos? No, no. It's, uh, do Grey Knights actually have tech marines? Yeah, I think so. I don't think they do. Well, the the Space Sharks. Do uh, they get, like... Space an Sharks I- are were an actual full-on chapter that's serving penance, so those tech marines are, were with them to begin with. Well, so when they die, they just don't get replacements? Can't you just put on a tech marine's armor? Um, does Sisters of Battle ever retire? Yes, to a farm upstate New York. Oh, um, they go with Sparky to the farm. <laughs> yes. Um, would a weapon stolen from an orc in one-on-one combat work against the orc that it was stolen from? I don't know why it wouldn't. It's just a weapon. Uh, what if the orc you stole it from believes that it doesn't? But the orc... Oh, so orcs, oh, if you oh, have yeah. a high duel and you have two orcs, orc A and orc B... Okay. Orc A believes that Orc B's gun doesn't work, and his does. But Orc B believes that his gun works, but Orc A's doesn't. What happens? Uh, it's a stalemate. Uh, they all go out for pizza and karaoke afterwards. Uh, no, their brains explode. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, as far as a weapon goes, if a, if Scout steals a knife from an Orc, yeah, it's going to work because he doesn't have the power of belief. But what about it, but if, if a an Orc steals, steals a, a chopper from an Orc? Yeah, I would think actually it might, he might fail and probably confuse himself do like some sort of crazy trip acrobatics yeah. things to miss to make himself believe it because that's the way the orcs think those are just cool random questions where did you find those 2006 mm. uh, <laughs> oh so in a time machine you found them yeah I, I jumped in the way back machine and <laughs> looked up some uh, 40k stuff so. uh jumping on the old twitters real quick oh uh, that's a bad idea i posted uh, no. fat pictures of us already <laughs> Um, um, I wanted to say hi to Grant Howitt, um, who posted, oh. make, make sure you, you sort of, like, uh, real Duncan pain tips. <laughs> Did you see that there? It was like, make sure you sort of chew off the old paint out of your brush and suck it into a vague point to pick up the more precise details in the model. I didn't see that. And I'm like, that. yes, this is my painting spirit animal. He said, watching Warhammer TV painting tutorials while I struggle with my old kid is confronting. Now, for the, this part of the model, you're going to want to use the wrong sort of paint in a Citadel fine detail brush you bought in 2005. Uh, for this stage, you'll want to use a Washington non-oil and highlight with ash and gray. But Grant, you can just sort of glom your dried up white paint onto some black <laughs> until it looks kind of okay. Ah, uh, son of a bush. He says, if you want to paint skin other, uh, other skin other colors other than Bugman's cloak, good fucking luck. <laughs> Here you'll need to freestyle out black skin by mixing brown and blue paints and hoping real hard. Um, I wanted to give a shout out before we end up here for the night uh, to our, uh, after our last podcast, we had uh, one of our listeners uh, listen and write in his own story. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, James, yeah, yeah. James Widener. James Widener. Um, Good uh, call, man. Good call. Yeah. So, sorry, that's what I was doing while you were pulling that no, up. No, that, that's cool, yeah. Mobile mobile access to the Mob Rules website is a lot harder. Uh, um, yeah, we, last, last episode, because we know everyone listens to everyone, so right. I, I'm not going to summarize it at all. But uh, me, you, and Tad came up with 80s movie and TV characters, Yep, and we turned them into 40K characters. And some good stuff. The A-team, great stuff. Uh, James sent us in one, um, um, old Jack Merton, um, based off of the... uh, Don't tell. Don't tell yet. Well, you know. So, I just want to give a shout. (laughs) Just, James, thanks... uh, Thanks for writing into us and, uh, you know, keep it up. Everybody else, if you you got any more ideas, yeah, different stuff. Keep that we sending them. Yeah, send them in, man. We had a blast. Uh, if you want us to make up more characters, then let us know. Let me suggest a category. Yeah, uh, give us a suggestion. Like a Sisters of Battle based on Sex in the City. 
or four badass bitches that uh, I don't even know where. Yeah, I don't even know where I would go with that one. Or you know, you have I don't know an Imperial Guard squad based off the Fast and the Furious movies. I a Astra or Adeptus Mechanicus army based on the Fast and the Furious movies. That's and you'd have Vin Diesel. Oh God! And Paul Walker would be a tech. I'm looking. I'm going to look forward to the next episode. Paul Walker would be a tech marine. Paul Walker? No, no, no. Ludacris would have been a tech marine. No, Paul Walker is dead, so his body's reconstituted. Ooh. It's reused for the purpose Spoiler, of Spoiler, in case anybody hasn't seen any of the Flash well, I mean, Furious he, movies. He's not dead in the movies. He's Isn't dead he? in real life. I'm a huge fan of those movies. Yeah, please say you like <laughs> that, because I want to do that again now. It was uh, good stuff. Yeah, it was uh, good you know, stuff. If you've got anything else you want us to talk about, I mean, or just games oh, yeah. to play, like eBay prices, right? You want to see more of that? Or, yeah, or, let me know. Let um, me know. You want us to videotape uh, John getting punched in the sack? We'll do that for you guys. We're here. <laughs> you can for punch your... that low. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're here. We're here. And uh, by the time you hear this, uh, there will probably already be an announcement up on the website. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be running a uh, competition. What? What? A competition, kind of based loosely off of the Tail Gamers. If you've been listening for a long time, you know that uh, you know we like to do this stuff every now and then. Only this will just be simple. 2018 new army, new unit. Can it be an existing army? You can add on to unit? an exist. Yes. Can it be entirely dreadnought based? It can. I am on board. How much does a dreadnought cost? Of what kind of dreadnought? Is it a Leviathan? I, I have, then no. I have one, two, three, four. Uh, a plastic contemptor? You could paint that. Seven different kinds of dreadnought <laughs> To paint? Uh, um, yeah. So basically, I was thinking the rule, the rules would be something simpler, uh, simple. Uh, 50 bucks uh, for the first two weeks of January. Uh, from the 1st of January to the 15th, you kind of buy whatever you want. Any troop choice, any vehicle that falls Man. under the $50 limit. Uh, paint it up, post it to our, our page, and uh, we'll put them up. You know, we'll go through them and take our best selections of them uh, every time. Mm-hmm, we're going to run mm-hmm. through the end of February. Um, I was going to suggest that uh, we run to LVO, but John's not going anymore. So that, you know. I mean, I'll be there in spirits. Um, I mean, in which I mean, I'll be drinking at home. Right. He'll be wasted. Uh, we're going to run it for uh, four four time periods. Uh, so the first time period will be to the 15th. Then to the 30th of January, the 15th of February, and then till the 28th or 29th, whichever how many days there are. And at the end of that, we'll pick uh, our top 10 and have you guys, the listeners. So I'll, I'll put it out on Twitter and we'll, we'll post a video up on YouTube mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. The, our favorite pictures that you guys have sent us for the ones that you painted. Uh, winner is going to get a fancy uh, custode t shirt sent to him. And, uh, yeah, good and, old Jeff. And then a, a, a gift voucher to uh, Games Workshop. Uh, for probably about fifty dollars, because that's uh, that's what I'm feeling like doing. Get that sent to him as well. It's very spicy. And you could uh, add more to your army. So you know what you need to do. You yes. Need to get in contact with a gentleman called Mini Stomp on Twitter. I am in contact with Mini Stomp all the time. Yeah. Get in contact with Mini Stomp instead of Ooh. a Games Workshop gift. Yeah, I could do a Mini Stomp. Do a Mini Stomp. I'll I'll talk Which to you. Which if you're in the continental United States, is how you should be buying your miniatures. So and. That is, uh, if you want to, uh, well, unless you're buying them from your local, supporting your local game store. Oh, yeah, store. support your local game store first. <clears throat> but, uh, uh, barring that. Yeah, then yeah. after the mini stomp. It's, uh, he's at mini stomp on Twitter. Um, I'm at alpha devil in AK. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, give me a follow. And, uh, I tweet a lot of stuff. I'm actually kind of entertaining. I'm doing a meetup with a bunch of guys from, uh, very humble. I'm very humble. Um, this is where you would, uh, Ted, insert the song, uh, I'm So Humble from... Uh, Can't afford that. Uh, sorry. All right. <laughs> don't, don't insert any songs, Ted. Uh, you know, uh, doing a meetup, a, uh, a gamer, uh, parent gamers at uh, Warhammer World when I'm over there. Somehow I, I ended up 
back assward falling into a meetup that was already getting scheduled and i'm going to go have some scones and play some games nice. it's going to be fantastic meet all the guys that uh that live over there so yeah uh, stay tuned for a video announcement of that, uh, hopefully before Friday and this airs so that it doesn't seem weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, now, now that you put it out there. <laughs> Saturday, we put it out there Saturday. The worst. Yeah. It's just going to be me in a bathrobe remembering to record it at midnight on Thursday. Hey, guys. <laughs> Sorry, the video thing is up. It's an announcement. Listen uh, to the podcast. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, follow Ted at BC4D uh, for some amazing miniatures, uh, conversion and paint jobs in there. Um, and then follow me, I guess. Uh, Mob Rules John. No H. Uh, Mob Rules J-O-N. Um, for occasional updates. And he does, uh, he does occasionally update. Usually when I tag him in something. Yeah, usually. Um, and then, uh, you know, head on over to the YouTube and uh, yeah. find us there. Throw a like our way. Throw a subscribe our way. And like obviously the Facebook page. Do that before watching the videos because I wouldn't want your likes or subscribes to be tainted by opinions. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hit subscribe beforehand uh, and then you can unsubscribe afterwards. But, uh, you know, if we get up to a thousand view uh, subscribers on YouTube, then, uh, well, we get nothing except, <laughs> except to be able to say Ted, I Ted have a finally thousand. gets some payback for all of the fucking work he's put into that over so, the past two years. Ted will get the uh, the recognition he finds so so aptly deserves and oh, we've sure. denied him for years so oh, yeah yeah you it's know. like my number one priority yeah um all right yeah, yeah. That, that's that that's us for episode 64 it's uh, been fun five away from 69 uh the countdown no, no this is episode 65 we're four four away, away from 16 the countdown to 69 has become uh, has begun uh oh, man, that's gonna be a good episode i can't wait so good it's gonna be ass backwards it's all uh, about slanish uh dicks inside of titans oh maybe we should do should do slanish <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a pretty good idea. Get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay, so for Mob Rules, I've been John. And I'm a Dave. Um, we'll, uh, We'll see you next time, or, you know, talk to you next time. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash Mob Rules AK. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.